Hello, adventurers! My name is Bunny Dreadful, and I will not be your dungeon master for the evening. Um, I'd like to welcome you all to a very special episode of Casters and Cantrips titled The City of Terror. I am joined tonight with some very special guests. I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. Uh, so first up, we have our dungeon master for the evening, John Hegner. Hello, adventurers. I will be your dungeon master this evening. I hope you survive. Otherwise, <laughs> it'll be a short stream. Uh, first up, we've got Shadow Temple, if you want to introduce yourself. Sure. Hi. Yeah, I'm Shadow Temple. I am a streamer, YouTuber, voice actor, man. Uh, yeah, all those things rolled into one, and I'm happy to be here. Next, I have Captain Robert, who needs no introduction. <laughs> Ahoy, everybody! Captain Robert, fellow D&D creator on the internet, expat tavern owner happy to be here in a very rare occurrence where i have some time off to play a pc so thank you thanks buddy thanks max thanks for having me and mac x3d can you introduce yourself You're he's, he's... Matt, sorry i was muted. <laughs> my name is mac i am the community manager for dungeon alchemist a lot of you know me around twitch i lurk a lot of streams that use our maps and I also stream here weekly. Awesome. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, next, Naomi. Hello, uh, I'm Naomi, longtime streamer, variety caster, do a lot of stuff on the internet and love roleplay. Really happy to be here. And you all know this face, Virtual Spectre, one of our regulars uh, here for the one shot. Yeah. That's me. Hi. Uh, some of you know me. If you don't, I'm VS. I sometimes do uh, variety gaming content here on Twitch. Um, currently doing Octopath and, and some other stuff. So if you enjoy that stuff, feel free to, to check me out when I'm doing that stuff. Otherwise, I'm on Casters and Cantrips doing D&D stuff with these guys. And uh, last is just me, uh, Bunny Dreadful. I do art streams here on the Casters and Cantrips channel. So if you want to see some art, make sure to... Uh, Follow us for that too. Uh, but since we've met everyone, let's go ahead and do a couple of announcements. We've got some very important dates coming up for casters and cantrips. So first coming up, we've got on March 31st, Ron's dreamy one shot. I don't know what that's going to entail, but I know you're not going to want to miss it. April 7th, we have Out of Combat Live. This is the wrap up for campaign one. So any questions that you have for anything that happened in campaign one, that's the time to be there. Come ask us questions. Watch us talk about our saddest moments, favorite moments, what have you. And April 21st is the beginning of campaign two. So make sure to mark your calendars, follow, like all those things so you get notifications. And uh, don't forget, we also have Max and Moobs every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time for Tome of Knowledge. And that's where they answer D&D questions. They talk about stuff. They argue with chat, talk about why paladins are the best class ever. You name it. Um, so make sure to check back for all that content. I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. Sorry, Max. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hand it over to John for tonight's episode of Casters and Cantrips. Yay! <laughs> Alrighty. So, our story begins in the city of Aesgarth, the city of cliffs. It is the northernmost jewel of the Vantus Empire. It is a place of knowledge, a place of trade, for it sits 
on the sea connecting to the inland seas, all the way to Ramcrown and out into the open of the world. Once part of a mightier empire, it has rejoined Vantis uh, under the leadership of the King of Falshir. But none of these geopolitical, mercantile worries are part of our story tonight. No, our story is about screams and blood and death. Our story is about the death of a city. Or perhaps it's saving. For the streets of Aesgarth, as the sun dips low below the ocean and the clouds, colored purple and surrounded by the ruddy glow of the sun's death, also glow with fire and screams and terror as the people of Aesgarth are consumed by fiends from beyond this world. In a city square somewhere in the city, bodies are piled on top of each other, struggling to escape from the bulk and mass of those who have been killed above them and fallen on them in the panic to escape from the city's walls, designed to protect them from attack, not trap them in their own home. Their assailants, indescribable. Creatures from beyond this realm, pitiless black pits for eyes. Some burn with coals, but all are known as demons. And from whence they came, none were aware. None save a few brave heroes who despite, or perhaps because of the peril, have decided they're going to do the right thing and try to put an end to this at its source. As the demons and bodies grow in number in the city square, a small spark of blue dances through the air. The demons don't notice this. The few living, huddling amongst the body, some hiding, hoping that they are passed by, don't notice it either. But as the sparks grow and some seem to linger in place, forming eldritch runes, a gate rips open in the air of this city center. And I would like you each to roll initiative. Oh, oh, we're starting. Okay. Right in. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Let's go. Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> initiative Let's minus one. What did I do? That's not. Okay. All right. All right. I am going to ask for initiative from each of you in turn. Bryn, the broken. 11. Let's see. Oh, sorry. You wanted that in turn. My bad. I was just checking to see if that worked. Soul Callus. Uh, that would be 17. Scarf. Uh, let's see. That's uh, 18. No, uh, 20, 24. 24. 
Dillard Cobblerpot. Seventeen! We have a swift party here. My talk, Andrea. Eighteen. Last but not least, Yil Norin. Twenty-one. Alrighty. The first creature emerging from this portal. Scarf, would you describe yourself as you leap forth into a sea of combatants? Uh, uh, yeah, you see a little uh, rat folk guy, a little scrawny little rat man with a big trench coat covered in lots of devices and, and two sets of glasses. You're not sure what they're for. Uh, and he immediately looks around and panics and, and hides immediately okay. uh, the best he can behind the combatants. And he's wielding like a giant um, wrench uh, as if it was a wand, as if he was about to start firing so as, it at people. As you leap out, your instincts take over. Way too many things for you to deal with. You look over your shoulder for a moment as if expecting something, and then the fear abates as what you were waiting for arrives. A tiny ruby red bead comes drifting through the portal in slow motion because your adrenaline has spiked, lands about 30 feet away from you, and blossoms into a mushroom cloud of fire and smoke. Bodies and flesh, you're guessing? go flying in all directions, blasting past you, leaving a massive crater and a huge stunned crowd of gibbering, flesh-shifting demons who have no idea what ought to happen to them. Scarf, as you take cover, another figure emerges from the portal behind you. Yil, would you like to describe how you enter this fray from this magic portal? In a, this, this short figure in a flash of brown and gold, uh, her long hair flowing behind her as she kind of goes into a combat role and, and looks around. She's covered in, in uh, brown studded leather that's got red accents on it. She has a bit of a cape flowing behind her and two red blades clutched in her hands, twin blades. And, and she rolls and looks around and stands at the ready. Alrighty. As you come up to your feet, one of these gibbering creatures, it looks like Your mother? Maybe your father. You can't tell. The thought drifts past your mind, and then it doesn't look like either of them. It just looks like a shifting mass of flesh about the size of a halfling. Scrambles at you on limbs that are much too small to carry its bulk <laughs> and flings itself at you. What do you do? Oh, she's gonna she's gonna duck and try to slash at it as it goes by. Okay. You cut it in half as it leaps past its indescribably wretched flesh, ripping apart and then incinerating like burning newspaper as all that is left is a shriek and smoke. Through that smoke emerges 
Mitochondria from the portal. Would you like to describe your entrance? As I emerge from the portal, a heavy, what appears like a dust cloud surrounds surrounds me. I uh, look around the fray. I am about seven feet tall, green and dark in complexion and uh, covered in tattered rags and just basic leather armor. I have no idea what I'm doing or where I'm at because I was just in the forest alone, minding my own business. So this is quite interesting to me. Okay. In your mind, my talk is a familiar voice that says, we are closer now. Good. You again. I told you to leave me alone. We're in this together for the long haul. I only call you head honcho as a joke, you know. Does that mean you're in charge? I like to think so. Then we'll leave it at that. As this, uh, describe my talk. He's a little, he's tall, but is there anything else about him As that I might said, be he's, notable? <laughs> sorry, I, I really, without saying too much, I apologize. Yeah. He is large and green and black. He kind of looks strange to most people in this land. Um, as you know, he's not a very common sight. Um, I. He's a plasmoid, if you're wondering, just to break character there for a second. <laughs> um, so um, I basically look like a walking, talking bacteria colony. <laughs> nice. These are bacteria colony. Alrighty. As the camera lingers on the strange form of Mitochondria compared to his companions, Soul Callus emerges from this portal. Uh, yes. Uh, so out of character description here. Uh, you see carefully stepping through, aiming down the sights of a, a very advanced looking crossbow, uh, a Shadar Kai elf who's Roughly 5'10", 5'11", in stature, uh, slender athletic build, wearing uh, very nice gray leathers with a bit of red accenting. Um, he's got some stubble. Looks like he's maybe been traveling for a while. Um, notably, he has a large X-shaped scar on his uh, uh, bald forehead. Um, and he's eyeballing everything as he comes through, aiming at it with the crossbow, senses alert, ready to go. As you sweep the crossbow across the battlefield, you sense through it as you have many times before, uh, absolute anathema to life, absolute disdain for you, and any that draw breath here, remorseless glee in the murder of innocence. 
But here and there, amongst the bodies, you can sense gaps in that absolute miasma of hatred around here. Those gaps also dwindle over your companions as your crossbow glides near them, telling you a little bit about their nature. You feel you can trust these individuals to see through this mission. Dillard Cobblerpot, emerging from this portal. You see, Dan, that's what I told them. Correct them. Damn near kill them. <laughs> There's a smoking crater before you and bodies strewn everywhere. Oh, God. As he clutches his pearls, you can take upon his Joel Osteen drip, that blonde, fresh, platinum perma mullet and curls tucked underneath very ornate copper pot that sits above his head cocked sideways slightly as it drips down to a very renaissance ruffles in a french blue striped pattern that goes over underneath a nice corduroy vest that surely his grandmother picked out that flows down to some velour boots that he has his pants tucked into tightly, very form-fit, slender, and sunken cheekbones. Where am I? He fixates the copper pot. This, this is why, hold, hold tight. It's the apocalypse. We have prepared for this. We have all prepared for this. It's time. God, take me. As the- God, Father, don't stay. Don't stay. I'm not one. Of- I'm surely not the one who's left. I paid far too much money to be one that's paid to be left. Please. <laughs> he drops to his knees. <sighs> Squish. Oh, God. Your knees, <laughs> your knees drop into what you thought perhaps might have been mud or a puddle, but when it shifts underneath you and you see the remnants of a face attached to whatever ick you have knelt in, you are snapped back into the adrenaline rush that led you here. The portal magic seems to have discombobulated your senses somewhat, but the memory of where you were just moments before is quickly flooding back. And I will give you more information as we go. Looming over you, coming from the portal lastly, is Bryn the Broken. Yeah. um, As soon as his entire form makes it out of the portal, he lands face first in the viscera below him, just seemingly completely unaware of where he's landed. He slowly sort of pulls himself back together, lifts himself up, his skeletal hand trying to readjust his worn out helmet. Uh, Looking around, trying to understand 
where he's found himself. <sighs> Let's do it again. And he gets sort of brushes himself off and gets ready for whatever the day brings. As you, as Bryn gathers his senses about the area and his his view passes over the smoldering crater before him left by a fireball spell that had preceded your entrance into this area, you see the assembling mob rising back to its feet of demonic entities, each one of them a face that you recognize only too well. A face that you have sent to the other side. But when you blink, those faces are gone, and instead is perhaps a kinder face, one that you don't have a problem killing. The face of a slavering demon, jaw distending, more eyes than it should have, perhaps forked tongues that end in fingers. Various other grotesqueries emerge from these creatures as they look at you, but at least they aren't the faces you recognize any longer. He reaches for his hip flask and realizes that it's in someone's face below him and thinks better of it. So, as the portal magic wears off, you remember, not six seconds ago, you all were assembled with the plan to go through this portal on a mission, your mission being that mitochondria had information about someone in the city who knows where these demons are coming from, knows where you can stop Gap this invasion, but they don't know where this person is. And that's where the rest of you come in. Each of you has knowledge of the city and its denizens that could help find this person, that will help find this portal to the lower planes that is causing Aesgarth to be consumed by infernal hellfires. Well, they're demons, so perhaps a worse fate to be consumed and forgotten in the eternal darkness that is the abyss. If you would like to bring us to the map, please, Max. What? Oh no! This is bad. Uh oh. <sighs> yes. Don't, I don't. I don't, don't like. Don't like. Don't like. Don't like. Emerging from the portal behind you is who you now remember the person who created it, the Archmage of. Well, that's quite a high and mighty title, but the Grand Archivist of. One second. Loading. Didn't have my notes ready. The Grand Archivist of the Great Library here in Aesgarth, Atarium, a bronze, uh, a brass dragonborn, older. His deep blue robe reminds you of the seashore and the waves. But mixed in with it is a red cloak that catches the firelight all too well here. He steps through the arcane gate ceiling behind him and looks about. High up on a building further away, you hear a awful shriek of some greater demon. It echoes across the night sky like some 
disturbing mockery of a seagull cry. A seagull crying that it has spotted food. He looks to it and you see, silhouetted by the low moon on the horizon, its fetid wings, feathers flitting off of it in its decay, it take flight. Natarium says, I will draw them away, you know your mission. And he summons the power of his magic and takes flight up into the air. And as he does so, you see two more of these vulture demons rise up from the streets nearby, circle and zip off after him. Scarf screams when the first one flies over and hides under Bryn. And then when the wizard takes off, Scarf screams again and then hides under mitochondria. So, you know, coming through this portal, this was as far as Atarium could bring you, but it's close enough for your goals. Scarf, you know that there is tunnels through the sewers and smuggling tunnels beneath Aesgarth that can get you to the vicinity of the Thieves' Guild, a place that Bryn the Broken has been to a handful of times. If you can just get to this entrance in the upper left corner, you can find your way safely there and perhaps lose the pursuit of these untold throngs of fiendish foes. Scarf knows that that's that's the way. That is the way. Okay, okay. I'm gonna like I'm hiding and I'll like peek out and be like there, there, and point with my wrench. Is the way we gotta go that way. All right, and Scarf, you an initiative. Oh no, Leave Scarf does not want to go first. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Scarf is gonna um, start running this way and I'm gonna run out maybe like like five or ten more feet and then I'm gonna panic and I'm gonna run back. That, Please that, gain that's, an inspiration. That's my turn. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> I just, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Oh, I need to start the combat. Oh, it has already started. Alrighty. Let's make sure I don't screw this up. All right. So Scar, if you run out and then back, is that all you're doing for your turn? Oh no, I'll hide. Okay. Go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Hey, there's plenty of burning debris and masonry that has collapsed from the cathedral behind you. Eight. Yeah. 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 I'll hide. I'll hide in some of the debris. Uh, the bricks as you stack them on you crumble breaking into pieces you I just you find the pieces down yeah. I'm, I'm just like this like pull it like a sandcastle i'm just <laughs> uh you start digging into like hot charred wood and charcoal of like burned whatever building oh, was here help, burns, burns. you find your efforts are not to your liking yill Yill is going to, looking around, look for the path of least resistance and uh, make a run for it. Do we have the... Does it show the distance when you move? Uh, there is a measuring tool on the left. Uh, the ruler will just, help you. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, I believe there is a way. I'm not as familiar with Foundry, but you can also use WASD to move your character yeah. along if you wanted to. Yeah. 
Perfect. All right. All right. I'm going to get up to this fiend and running at him, immediately come up with a swing. One of her short swords kind of surrounded in this this crackling energy and going to attack with her short sword and booming blade. Okay. Now. What does it look like when you summon the power of your booming blade? The air around the blade ripples slightly as if there's invisible shock waves coming off of it and it comes crashing down with, with like dropping a large rock into water, this kind of ripple in the air as she strikes. Uh, like the thrumming of a heartbeat far, like uh, the heartbeat of a storm giant. You can, you can feel the pulse of this weapon. What'd you get? Yeah, really quickly. There you go. Do you want me to say? Do you see this? Yes. Okay. I do not know where that is. Where are you rolling? Uh, I'm, oh, you're rolling in the Foundry. chat. Got it. Okay. Uh, my, my character sheet in Foundry is not loaded or anything like that. Yeah, so just, just roll do, do roll dice and whatever you want and yeah. then add your stuff up because it's not hooked up. Yeah, it won't be hooked up oh. to Foundry. Okay. Well, it is it is showing up in the Foundry chat for me. Um, oh, I see it. It should be linked. Um... Yeah. So I am not seeing where the attack roll is, though. That's the the thing I'm not seeing. Yeah. Okay. It was it was a 15 to hit. Okay. And then uh, that will definitely hit. 21 damage. Oh, it automatically rolled sneak attack. Uh, and six plus seven, so six thunder damage from booming blade. Okay. Uh, as your blade thrums and beats like the heart of a storm giant, it strikes this creature and it pops like a balloon, but it doesn't gush over you. It literally just flies back and almost evaporates in some way into some black ick that coats the wall behind it like ash. These creatures, as frightening as they are, do not seem to be very robust but there are many of them. She prepares herself for the onslaught, not being able to move closer to anything else. Okay. My talk. <clears throat> um, yes, I'm gonna hurry and just use a bonus action and why is it not working? I'm gonna cast Shillelagh. Okay. Whisper into my staff a little bit. Oops. Would you like to describe your staff? Uh, my staff is a long piece of uh, wood that is pointy on the bottom, but at the top, as you go up it, there's various fungus and uh, spores and little, uh, you know, just different types of mushrooms and stuff attached to it. And at the top, I that is just kind of looks withered and dead and necrotic. And it kind of looks like it's mostly just fungus as well. Um, it is uh, it is my prized possession and um, it it is the focus of all my power. So I, I love it. You anyway, so I cast shillelagh, shillelagh into it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I whisper my shillelagh into it. I apologize and I move up to 
the side here. And um, seeing the chaos around me on the battle, I finally get a better look at things because I was kind of like in all these flames and whatnot in the mm -hmm. center. Um, I realized that there's a lot more guys than I thought, but um, I'm not going to let that distract me or frighten me. I decide, well, let's see if they can take a chill touch. Okay. Which one are you aiming at? Oh, my bad, you know. Let's just go for this one right in front of me here. Okay. How do I uh, ping it that one there? Sorry. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. yeah. yeah you just click and hold. Uh, so it looks like you got, was that a critical hit? Looks like it. Okay. Uh, nice. That is a significant <laughs> amount of damage there. Um, there we go. What does chill touch do to this lesser demon? spawned from the nightmarish sorrow that is the abyss. I basically hurl what is essentially a mode of spores and as it encases him in spores, they start eating away at him and just chewing away at all of his whatever flesh is or that thin membrane or whatever he is before he pops. Mm -hmm. And it just looks like basically a dust cloud just kind of enveloping and when it's gone, there's nothing left. Yeah, it it swells up as the mushrooms consume it like a jiffy pop, and then it deflates all of a sudden like a souffle, and there's only a stain left on on the streets of Azegarth, a stain that you worry specifically might not ever be cleansable. I will also add that your height gives you a certain advantage. You notice that there are mixed in with all of these demons, the shambling corpses of Azegarth citizens, but they haven't turned in your direction. In fact, they seem completely oblivious to you. They seem to be moving almost like a line of ants in some direction towards some far off place in the city. To you clarify, can you click on one of the ones you're talking about? Yep. Oh, those guys, okay. The bigger ones, yep. the bigger circles, yeah. gotcha. Yep. Yeah, they seem singular purpose is to continue shambling forward at a lackadaisical gate. Anything else for your turn? Um, no, that'll end my turn. Alrighty. Soul Callus. Seems like a direction may have been chosen by some of your compatriots. I see. Well, I guess I could provide some Overwatch support. Um, this building uh, here, wait, did I ping it? Yeah. About how tall would you say that is? Um, it's a two-story building, so it's probably going to be about 20 feet or so to the lip of the roof, and then another 10 to the peak of the roof here. Upon looking at it, would you say uh, it's structurally sound at this point. It does look structurally sound. This wall here on the corner might be in trouble. It looks to be blown out uh, on the oh. uh, west side there or the east side there. Uh, so that corner is probably the most structurally unsound part of it. But the further you get to the west, it should be fine. 
since uh, the wall's kind of destroyed a little bit, is that is this uh, broken side maybe a little bit lower? Is it be yeah. able to climb up it? In fact, this pillar that's leaning up against it, you could just run up it. Oh. Well, that's what I'm going to do. You see, Callus uh, takes a mental note of all the enemies on the field. He just does a quick scan and mm-hmm. realizing it would be better to his advantage. He's going to go up here and at least, I'd say, let's see, 30 feet of movement. I could probably get roughly here. If that's a beam that's kind of like at a, a fair angle and it's easy to traverse up, unless you want me to do climbing and then I can half that. Uh, give me an acrobatics check if you want to run up it for less movement cost. Otherwise, it'll be difficult. Sure thing. Uh, that'll be a 13. That is just enough to get up it. Okay. And uh, looking around, I see those bigger guys, they're moving off. Yeah, they seem to be going clockwise around this area. So this, these guys down below you to the east seem to be like headed in the direction of maybe into the house or in toward the uh, devastation there in the middle of the map. And the, the ones further on all seem to be shuffling off to the north out of the map up here. Okay, uh, so not wanting us to get flanked, I'm going to target this one right in front of me here. Okay. With absolution, so. Uh, I'll go ahead and roll an attack. Okay. And just for fun, because I've never had this feat before, I'm going to take the the sharpshooter. Sounds good. um, What is it, minus five to hit? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try this out. See if I roll high enough. Probably not. Um, <laughs> uh, that's like a nine. A nine is enough to hit. Oh, is it really? Okay. It's it's a shambling corpse. It's not even trying to dodge. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. I'm so used to like our the late end of our last campaign and everything being kind of tough to hit. So. Um, Zombies are decidedly very easy to hit. <laughs> okay. Spaceship. Spaceship damage. Uh, damage on that guy is, um, sorry, um, five plus an extra 10 because of sharpshooter. So 15 damage on that guy. Okay. Uh, you plant a crossbow bolt straight into, where do you want to hit it to kill it? Uh, straight in the forehead. Okay. You plant a crossbow bolt straight into its brain pan and it drops back, eyes rolled back in its head, uh, you can tell that it's like its entire midsection seems to have been ripped or maybe eaten away by something. Um, as the body hits the ground, uh, there is a, a gurgling noise and you can see crawling out of the chest cavity into the missing abdomen. <clears throat> one of these other demon creatures, these smaller demon creatures seems to be crawling out of it. Ah. <sighs> uh. Well, that's a little unexpected. Scar screams again. <laughs> Pulls more suit over himself. Yeah. Um, given my knowledge, given the fact that I've hunted mm-hmm. demons and fiends, um, do, is this a regular thing that I would know from seeing something like this, that it would birth something else? This isn't regular. 
Uh, I will tell you that the creatures that you're facing are mains, which are one of like the least demons of the abyss. Oh, okay. That's why there's so goddamn many of them. Okay. Um, but I will give you a religion or arcana check, your choice, to see if you can figure out what's going on with this. Religion or arcana? Um, yeah, we'll do religion, I guess. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, mains aren't capable of animating the dead, but apparently something you did not know about them or perhaps there's some magic at play here. Uh, they seem to be inhabiting them and controlling them and getting them to go somewhere. Uh, you don't think that these zombies are actually animated. You think they're literally possessed corpses by demons. Okay. Which is, which is new to you. Uh, the main thing is, is that these mains are doing this for a reason and it doesn't seem to be combat. It seems to be to steer them toward somewhere. Okay. They're taking these bodies somewhere. Well, I don't like that, so... Uh, They're hijacking some cars. So that's um, one down. About 100 to go. Yep. Uh, I'll take another shot since I have extra attack. I'll take a shot at the next guy behind him there. Mm -hmm. Try to get rid of these corpses. Utilizing your crossbow expertise, you swiftly reload your crossbow. Yes. Um, Which one are you Um... Oh, I forgot to call out the sharpshooter. That's fine. Um, this is like really high to hit. It's like 28. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should have called a sharpshooter. Damage. And damage on that is 12. Which guy are you hitting? Uh, it was the next guy in line, this guy here. Okay. Yeah, you plant a crossbow bolt in that guy, and he crumples onto the, the form of his buddy next to him. Um, and you can see its form undulating, but... Whatever's inside is trying to crawl out through flesh in the back and through ribs. It will probably take them a while to escape. Okay. Um, I think that's my action. So uh, I'll just kind of like uh, say something like, uh, they seem to be using the dead for some reason. We should probably take them out as quickly as possible. Alrighty. Dillard. Can I use a uh, perception check? It's a free action. Uh, what is your passive perception? 14. What would you like to know? Do my surroundings look anything like the surroundings that I was near before I went through the portal? Does it look like the same urban area? You are definitely in the city of Azegarth. You have portaled from across the bridge. Uh, Azegarth has a, a like upper class section where the nobility and the high wizards and stuff live uh, across a bridge on a sea mount out over uh, off the coast. Um, Do I recognize the building that's on fire here. back behind me? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> you definitely recognize that. You know you're in the city, you know more or less where you're at. Um, all you know is that Scarf knows where you guys are all going, pointed out somewhere to the northwest of you, and then promptly tried to hide under a bunch of uh, burning charcoal and wood. Uh, and then some of your companions ran off in that direction, so. I'm, I'm gonna take one step back and I, I'm gonna look across at the Dragonborn that's well-armored, correct? Yes. 
<laughs> good, good. We have uh, whoever has brought us here has procured the help. The, the, the help is here. The help. Don Father, please supply these brave warriors that have been sent here to defend me by the divine. And I'm going to use my uh, uh my my peace uh my peace bond. Okay. As my action, and I'm going to look across. I'm gonna stare at. The, the the scruffy goblin that's across you know that that won't do and I look across at the rat folk, the, rat folk. oh rat folk sorry yeah, no no worries goblin with more fur <laughs> disgusting yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 something yeah. that the rat folk coughed up over there no uh, and I I I, I finally I, I I take it a piece and I look I go these three will do. So I'm going to send it to Soul, Bryn, and Yell because they they, <laughs> they they look the, the the most normal to me. Okay. I stand like this, prepared for it, and then I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> Sorry, not all of us can be chosen by the Dawn Father. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a sigh from kind of ah. <laughs> so everybody who's getting a piece of uh piece of my bond here. Acts like bless. You guys are all getting a uh, extra D four to your attack roll, ability nice. check, and saving throws. Awesome! <laughs> Wait for the Very next nice. ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wow, okay. No concentration, <laughs> bless. No concentration, bless. Uh, <laughs> How does that go again? <laughs> no concentration. <laughs> bless. <laughs> There's. I I I know this area. Matter of fact, I, th I think there's some cobbler pot model A's inside the building. I, I, I need to get them. Uh, here, I will uh, send something in my defense, and I will cast uh, my bonus action spiritual weapon, and I will manifest a Dillard cobbler or a cobbler pot model A in front of me, and I'm going to run into the burning building. Okay. Uh, allow myself to. Uh, director, if you could find a proper spiritual weapon for our cleric here. That would be appreciated. Um, Blue, preferably like my glacier eyes. French right. shirt. Dillard, you rush to the doors. Um, they appear to be slightly ajar, but very obviously there is debris uh, and like pews and such from this temple pushed against the door to try to keep it closed. It does look as if it has been moved ajar enough for perhaps some of these creatures to move inside. In fact, you hear some noises inside. <laughs> I immediately run back behind the dragonborn this time. Never mind, never mind. We have to, don't have time to save the procurements. Uh, uh, I will send my cobbler pot towards the blob over here. Okay. You have plenty of range to do that. I can, let's see here. There we go. I will drag over here. And I will attack with my spiritual weapon. Sounds good. Let's go, spiritual weapon. Come on, roll. You got it. You can do it. It's a plus eight. Come on. 
All right, I'll just roll this one. Let's go. That's a 20. Very nice. Nat 20? No, unnatural 20. 30, 20. Okay, yeah. Easily smashes into the main here. Spiritual weapon damage. 11 points of force damage. Uh, 11 points is plenty to end this creature's existence on the prime material plane. Uh, how does your spiritual weapon as a, uh, it's a model 3000 a, this is, a it this is actually, this is the antique model. So yes, it's the oh, model okay. a, the, the original, very, very beaten, worn copper bottom to it, but an mm-hmm. excellent pot for both, uh, stews and, uh, hamburger helper. Excellent. Excellent. This is, after all, the uh, prototype for all antiques that that came, or antique models that came beyond it, um, and as such is immune to actual physical uh, deforming. (laughs) Uh, But what it is not immune to is inflicting, punishing force damage onto whatever it hits, uh, which it smashes straight through this thing. How how does it end this, this main? Oh, just a pure squish. And as it raises up and it glows that azure blue, you can see the small etching of the Dawn Father that's on the handle. Just that little sun coming over the horizon mm-hmm. lights up with radiant right before it smashes down and just squishes everything. And it remains unstained. Yes. Uh, there is a splatter of demonic goop on the ground, it quickly evaporates into black smoke. However, as the cobbler pot lifts up, there is a burning bit in the shape of that sun symbol that lingers just a bit longer before it finally fades with a shriek. I saved me Sosa. All right. <laughs> Bryn the Broken. Yeah, so I- was the hangover? Yeah, not great. Um, I didn't actually describe what, what is Bryn the Broken there. He's a very haggard and yet heavily armored looking dragonborn uh, who looks on the maybe the, the fifth hour of the worst hangover you could possibly imagine. Um, he, he's he got great like heavy splint mail on, but if it was gleaming and glistening at one point, it had to have been at least 10 years ago. Um he is glancing around. You mentioned that the a lot of these creatures seem to be heading in one direction together, almost like a hive mind. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are sort of following the leader, as as it were. You have no idea how long this trail is, mm-hmm. or how far back it goes. Um, they seem to be meandering northward, and they, around sort of the the devastation area here. And through the, this combat so far, it doesn't seem like they've. We've attracted their yeah, attention so in any way, shape, or form. While, while all the mains, the demons, turned yeah. their attention to you all when when you all showed up, mm-hmm. um, and you specifically remember their faces distorting into ones that are all too familiar to you in your nightmares, mm-hmm. um, these shambling corpses of, of Aesgarth citizens uh, have been completely oblivious to your existence and are just continuing on their merry way. Okay. I'm going to move uh, northwest here uh, yeah, 30 feet. Let's see, right about 
there. Let's see. This is my first time using Forge. Uh, let's see here. So if I get rid of the... How do I stop measuring? <laughs> Select token. That's probably it. And move him over hereabouts. And then... Noticing uh, to the north that uh, the group of men. Why are you leaving? <laughs> the rat, the rat said this way, and uh, stick with the rat. Uh, gripping tightly his shield with a with just a painfully bony looking hand, uh, he gathers a lot of that, or really, really taking a good look at the field here and, and seeing a lot of the faces that he knows all too well. He reaches into the darker corners of his mind and pulls together that darkness into casting darkness on the north side of the field here. Very um, nice. A 15-foot sphere uh, that <laughs> should cover I think uh, Sorry, I missed where you clicked it. Oh, to here, I think. Okay. 5, 10, 15. Yep. Okay. So centered sort of on this point here. A little bit further. So like right about, here, let's say here. So it okay. covers, uh, yeah, it covers like gotcha. okay. all of those tokens on the north there. Uh, let's see if I can figure out how to draw an AOE. Because I did not do that Take training Max course. Max, there is a, a darkness spell being dropped hereabouts. Alrighty, that area engulfs in darkness. You feel in your mind, you, f you feel two forces pulling at you. On the one hand, if you don't have to look at these faces, that's usually what you do. You find something else to distract you and then the memories go away, the nightmares go away. But another thought tugs at your mind, which is maybe if you kill them again, they'll go away forever. Definitely two points, but at the current moment, he's trying to hide them as best as he can. Mm -hmm. Well, with everybody uh, behind you, nobody can see your face clearly, except for the faces that you know all too well. Alrighty. Um, that'll end his turn. All right, so. Oh, I've been looking forward to becoming a lemur in hell for this turn. Yes. <laughs> Alrighty, so we've got the conga line of zombies are starting to, to shamble their way about um, through the rubble. Uh, this main is going to scramble over this wall. Uh, it more tumbles and rolls like uh, a blob of dough before its limbs sort of catch it. And then with strength... <laughs> Strength that is way too much for something as twiggy as these limbs uh, comes rushing up to Bryn the Broken, and it flails wildly at you. Can I use my reaction? Rolling, you can. Um, okay. Sorry, just one moment here. I'm going to... Uh, basically, these spores float around me passively and see anything that might threaten me. Mm -hmm. And as this creature approaches the party, it becomes hostile and lurches out at this this being and attacks it. <clears throat> okay. So it's uh, six damage. What type of damage? Uh, it's necrotic damage. Sorry. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, the necrotic spores riddle its body um, and eat away at it, but it still manages to strike out. However, by the time it the the spores are done with it and its limb manages to strike Bryn the Broken, the thing collapse like basically collapses like a house of cards against him. I rolled a natural one. Um, <laughs> completing the work that your spores began. Nice. And he just well. destroys himself uh, in his rage against Bryn the Broken's massive form. Um, more of these mains start rushing toward you, but they are not very fast. Um, the right one. What happened? There we go. More of these mains begin rushing around looking for things to murder because fresh targets have arisen. Um, this is strange. It keeps selecting the wrong creature. Hmm. Anyway, uh, but they begin piling in on you all. Oh, I see what it's doing. I, I keep having one of them selected. Um, the zombies continue their slow meandering. This main here tries to scramble up the uh, the roof, and it does actually manage to clamber up onto the roof behind you, Sol. Uh, but it is holding on for lack of better of a better term, dear life. Uh, you suspect that these demons, much like others, don't really have much uh, self-preservation in mind. They are just embodiments of rage and hatred. Uh, but it looks keen on ending your life, if, if at all possible, and maybe inhabiting your corpse like uh, its brethren have done to others. Uh, it is not able to attack you when it gets close, however, because it has spent all of its movement. The zombies continue their slow meandering as I go through. The numerous, okay, these ones in the darkness, uh, not quite sure what they've done, but you can tell that they are like banging into things and each <laughs> other. Um, a lot, a lot of these guys. Someone cast a fireball already. <laughs> Ooh, good you question. That can do have that? a fireball. <laughs> I did my one AOE. <laughs> well, I got one more, but I got to wait until I start lining things up a little bit better. Just right. have them all walk into the hole, please. Uh, you quickly can tell that uh, it's a good thing that uh, you guys moved the way you did. The mains are starting to shore up against your conga line, but they are just slow enough that you guys might be able to outpace them. Come on, complete the bingo. Um, <laughs> I told I you to stay out the here and defend kind me! Of wanting to go. All right. Oh, I was asking if uh, Bun could point out the, uh, the like direction we're trying to go. There we go. Do you see that? Way yep. top left. 
where all of them are blocking. <laughs> Kill them. Indeed. All right. Sorry for the uh, massive conga line. I was hoping it would be easier to switch through all the initiatives, but here we go. Um, in the distance, you hear a crack of lightning as your arcanist friend engages with the uh, vulture demons somewhere over the horizon of the houses and buildings around here. Um, you see the, the strobe-like flash, uh, the shrieking of these demons uh, reacting to the damage. Uh, and then that cacophony ends. All right, another one of these mains maneuvers through his companions to surround uh, Bryn the Broken to attempt an attack, but flails harmlessly against his armor. As horrifying as these creatures are, they really are kind of the embodiment of pathetic and downtrodden souls that have sunk into the lowest depths of the abyss. So many of them. There are so right. many of them. Here, I thought you guys would have AOEs to handle all this. <laughs> uh, yeah, we left our wizard at home. Alrighty. I don't feel like I'm getting through all of these guys, but it's got to run out eventually. All right. Got some guys on top of each other, it looks like. All right. Move the last zombie there. So, round two. You hear in the distance, well, first, the first thing that happens is my talk. In your mind, you hear, we're getting closer. And then almost in sync with that, you hear the sound of like, just a, a God awful crashing noise. It sounds like breaking timber or maybe stone um, and glancing off to the south you see a roof of a building just suddenly shudder and drop. And then a mighty roar echoes across the city. <laughs> Similar to Yil's blade, you can feel what it, at first you think might be a heartbeat, and then you realize it is footsteps reverberating through the cobblestones and brickwork of the city. Something big is coming. Scarf. Okay, uh, Scarf was waiting for his bless and didn't get one, so he kind of looks around and notices that the only person left over here is Cobblepot. And uh, he's going to take off running, so he's just going to hold his wrench above him and start running and screaming as fast as he can. 
Yes, uh, to the five, front rat, to the front. 10, 15, <laughs> 20. And then he's going to take the wrench and kind of like start hitting the ground. And I'm going to cast Shatter in a 20 foot sphere. And I'd like okay. to try and get all of the ones that are below me. All the ones like around this, around this radius here. Yeah, I think that'll no get problem. one, two, three, four, five, like six three, of them. Four. Yep, six. Yep. Okay. And Sweet. then they need to make a constitution saving throw. Go ahead and roll me that damage. What's your DC? It is 15. Okay. What's your damage? 16 damage. 16 unless, damage. Unless they made their save. Awesome. Uh, what does shatter look like when it hits these? Well, just tell me what your shatter looks like or sounds like or feels like. I mean, at first it just looked like a rat beating on the ground with a wrench and you're like, that's that's not going to do anything. Um, but then all of a sudden, just like an electrical like boom goes out from the center of where he was hitting like. <laughs> okay. And then you hear him laughing. <laughs> yeah, as the oh electrical burst happens, you realize that it's not doing lightning damage to these things. It's just all of the particles in the air, all the smoke and, and flame have been hyper compacted by some explosion that had no sound. And when it hits the flesh of these things, uh, they compact like soft muffins. Um, and just drop, folding up into black mist with nay, nary a shriek or complaint. Yes. And then I have a bonus action. Nope. No, I don't. Well. Yeah, I'm going to cast. Um... Nope, no, no, nope, never mind. I'm done. That's my turn. I hide behind. Okay. Uh, I hide behind Bryn. I hide behind Bryn. All right, Yiddle. Yes, looking around at all of these masses that have surged forward. She nods, now they're in reach, runs up to this one, and her blade held in her right hand alights with this crackling green blade, also kind of thrumming with energy. Gonna attack this one with a short sword and green flame blade. Okay. That is... Green flame! Oh, this is not working right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. That is a 20 uh, to hit. That will definitely hit. With, let's see. You can also choose to inflict sneak attack damage since you have an ally near them. Not on this one. Green flame blade. Okay. So it's gonna hit on this one and echo to, or, or jump to the creature to the north. 
mm-hmm. damage for that. With, with uh, wait, zero plus. This isn't working right. I'm so sorry. It's okay. What's D and D without some technical issues in this day and age? What was the damage on the primary hit? Oh God, the total damage. Uh, oh, that was nine piercing damage. Um, two d eight and one d eight. Okay, and then it'll be eight thunder damage to the first one I hit. Or sorry, that's the wrong fucking spell. Oh no, this is so bad. Okay, seven fire damage to the first one and three fire damage to the one up north. Okay, yeah. and then how much sword damage? The sword damage was, oh, it just said, that was nine, nine piercing damage. Okay. So the first one is utterly annihilated. The second one, what was the total damage? I apologize. Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So you rip through it with your green flame blade. Uh, There's a burst of, of flames that lick into the north one, minorly singeing it. Um, It seems to relish the pain that you've inflicted on it. Rest of your actions. Well, I don't like that. So uh, with my offhand, oh, it I'm smells gonna... like waffles all of a sudden. Oh, I do like that, though. I'm going to attack <laughs> it with <laughs> with my offhand short sword and try to finish it off. Hopefully that smell will permeate the air and just, you know, linger a little longer. Okay. Let's see. Do the thing. There we go. It's 18 to hit. And These creatures are incredibly easy to hit. They are roly-poly and not very dexterous. And that is uh, 14 damage total. Okay, it is annihilated. Which blade did you use to to kill each? The first one was tip, second one was tat. Okay. Always in order. Tip and tat doing their job. Any other movement? She's just going to stay here near her compatriots. Okay. My talk. Yes. Oh my. Quite a bit unfolding in front of me. Um, so you said these group of like large zombies over here, they're kind of flooding up this direction, kind of northeast. Yeah, they're currently in a sphere of darkness though, and they are shambling around and not aware of what they're doing. Gotcha. That, that's interesting. Okay, well, um, I I guess I'm going to cast Spike Growth. One second. Yeah. Um, let me kind of draw where I want it really quickly. Where are the different templates? Oh, there we go. Um, so I kind of want to overlap with Darkness, so they kind of shamble into the spikes. Oh, okay. How, how do I delete that one there? Let's see. What's the radius on it? It's 20 feet, I think, isn't it? Is it a square or a... One second here. Uh, 20 foot radius centered on a point, so... Okay. Let me try that one more time. Okay, so there's spike growth and... Uh Uh-oh. Did it roll? There it is. Cool. 
It's in Foundry. Okay. All right. Uh, what does it look like when the area here erupts with um, spikes from your essentially uh, um, the area just a bunch of withered trees that are kind of just kind of like dead rotting trees spike up from the ground all over and uh, they're essentially coated in like a muck and goo and uh, the air is kind of just arid with a, a pungent smell it's kind of like swamp kind of growth and swamp uh, woods that have kind of worn down and become very spiky and dangerous. Okay. But yeah, the, the charred wood and everything starts to reform and twist. Uh, the rocks seem to crack open as new growth sort of emerges up into thick brambly thorns that coat the ground. Alrighty. Uh, all of you can see that except for maybe Dillard. Uh, no, no, you'd be able to see it. It's on both sides of the wall. Yeah, you see the ground is is suddenly very hostile. Ugh. Disgusting. Um, All right. And I, sorry, I just want to double check this works the way I'm thinking here. Um. Okay, no, that's it. I'll end my turn. Go ahead. All right. Soul Callus. Yes. Uh, so, okay. The guy's right next to me, you said? Mm-hmm. Or, or he's underneath me, or? He's clambering up the beam that, that you clambered up, although much less gracefully. Okay. Uh, Callus sees this and says, ah, this is a waste of my time. And he's gonna use his racial trait uh, uh, to teleport 30 feet toward our cobblepot friend. He's gonna park himself, or sorry, it's 25 feet to there. If he's gonna, if my character decides to go. There you go. And, uh, um, you see him kind of almost turn ghostly translucent and then he disappears from the rooftop right in front of you uh, and says uh, we, might, uh, we might not want to get left behind and then actually I'm going to take uh, a couple shots at some of these little turds over yonder okay. you're right where you need to be in between me and the zombies <laughs> yeah, well. What does it look like? I don't think like I'm going to protect you, uh, you this entire time. When you misty step, what does it look like? Oh, I, it, he like he almost uh, turns a little ghostly looking, sort of um, grayish white, translucent, almost smoky, and then mm -hmm. vanishes and appears. And with the racial trait, I have uh, resistance for until my next turn to all damage and Very nice. this looks like um sort of almost ghostly smoke just kind of coming off of his armor cool um so as my action i'm going to take a shot at this guy i think over here my crossbow okay. sounds good and i'm going to call sharpshooter on this one hopefully we get it 
See? No, that's a natural one. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. You realize as you uh, had misty stepped, the, the crossbow quarrel that was loaded into your crossbow did not make the journey with you. And you glance up as you pull the after you pull the trigger and see the crossbow quarrel just sort of floating in the air and it drops onto the ceiling and rolls down this beam uh, landing at the base of the building. <laughs> damn it. I gotta figure that one out. Um is this a guy here? Is this an enemy? He is. Okay, I'll I'll train my crossbow on that guy and take um, my next shot. Okay. Again, I'm gonna try to sharpshooter this. I'm gonna keep doing this because the damage is worth it. Okay. I can hit. Uh, and it should hit. That's a 28 minus five, so. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it it works way better when you have a crossbow loaded. Yes, it does. Uh, damage on that is um, 12 plus an extra 10, so that's 22 damage on that guy. You overkill that guy into so far negative that uh, you are not sure he ever existed. Hey, that's, you know. In fact, I'm going to say... Why do they call me the magician? It also hits this zombie. It goes straight through him and hits this zombie, killing it as well. Oh, sweet. Very good. Um, I think that's all I'm going to do on this turn. Okay. Yep. You still have movement, but if you want to uh, hold there to defend Cobbler Pot, you are. I'll, I'll hold there and be between these guys down here. Sounds good. All right, Dillard. <sighs> yes, we will. <laughs> we will thin the herd. Thin the herd. <laughs> <laughs> and I will move with my bonus action, my Model A over here to this zombie and I'm going to give a swing. Okay. The model A. Yes, take that, you foul fiend! Okay, okay, it's a 12, but then I got my 1d4. Come on, baby. Fifteen. 15 easily strikes this former Aesgarth citizen's corpse. <laughs> 10 points of damage. 10 points. Yeah, you clock it upside the head. Uh, unlike normal zombies, uh, these things are much more frail. They are they are not animated by necrotic magics that are making them uh, tougher than your average bear. They are simply walking corpses and it you hit with a loud crack, you hear it's head separate from its neck but the flesh keeps it on and it lulls to the side and then collapses uh, somewhere inside of it you can see hands pushing on the inside of the flesh to get out oh yes more more Don father please give us more blessings to you I give all the praise and animal tidings and I will use word of radiance on the blob in front of me as my action very nice. They will have to make DC 16 con save. Okay. Is Word of Radiance an AOE spell based off of you, or is it a drop somewhere? Cantrip single target. Okay. I'm trying to remember which one it is. So uh, I did not succeed on that save. 
<laughs> Seven points of radiant damage. Okay, it sears into it heavily, uh, and it is still standing, though. Heavily <sighs> wounded. It looks to you, unlike the target of Yil's green flame blade, it looks to you from the radiant damage with absolute disgust and hatred. Um, it did not have pleasure from that. Um, and it seems like it may want to take revenge on you. Hmm. Looks like you go to the peasant's church. Mm. And I... It off. Uh, are we going... We're going farther north? Is this what we're doing? Sell! Uh, Is that your name? I believe so. <sighs> you just Sorry. hear Scarf yell, Dar! 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 I have no idea how I knew your name. I... I think it was a name tag that I saw down at the bottom. Uh, uh, but are we headed north? Is that the way we're going? Looks like it. Okay, then I am taking two steps this way. All right. End of your turn. End of my turn. Excellent. Bryn the Broken. Yeah, uh, so Bryn hears Cobblepot in the back uh, trying to figure out where to go. Uh, he takes his hammer and just points uh, towards the door in the top, uh, or, you know, northwest side there, um, and starts walking over, uh, seeing this the, this new spooky ground in front of him. He's going to kind of work his, weave his way around the outside of that. Sounds good. And he's going to end up about, uh, I think it was here, mm -hmm. um, drawing any, any level of... Um, yep. The tags of opportunity there fine by him. Two, two departing swings on you. Um, what is your current armor class? Uh, 19. So the first one uh, leaps at you. You easily bash it aside with your shield, no problem. But it does open up the underside of your left arm as you, as you knock that guy out of the way. And one of them just darts up with alarming alacrity and just jabs its fingers, which aren't particularly dangerous looking, but it jams its fingers up under your armpit's armor and it reaches through and just grabs onto as much flesh as it can and starts pulling. All um, right. You are going to take six mighty points of slashing damage from this thing's wretched claws. Most of the damage actually comes as you move away from it. You didn't even realize that it had gotten a hold of you. Um, and you managed to drag him a little bit along for the way. Uh, Scarf, if you would like to make an opportunity attack on that one, you are more than Yeah, welcome. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, does an opportunity attack have to be like a regular attack or can it be a cantrip? It has to be regular, right? Do you have Warcaster? No, that's right. That's the one you do. Okay, so I can shoot him with my light crossbow then. I'll just do that. No, it has to be melee. Yeah, melee. Unless I'm going to bonk him with my hammer. Okay. No, you don't. Nope. The six? Six is not enough. Nope. As you swing at this creature, uh, it just gets pulled way too fast by Bryn the Broken, who just strides easily out of range, uh, yanking this thing along with him, um, and you your swing goes wide. Yeah. Uh, Bryn, what's the rest of your turn? 
So landing about here, uh, he's going to take a big, deep breath, just sort of swishing around the, the whatever was left uh, left in his mouth from last night's debauchery, and takes one big uh, shot of uh, brass dragon fire breath in a line of 30 feet, uh, hitting the, let's see, this one, this one, and uh, this one here. Very nice. Is this a dexterity save? Uh, yeah, that'll be a dex DC of 13. It is highly unlikely that any of these guys are going to make that. And I was correct. In fact, one of them got a natural one. <laughs> burn! Go ahead and roll your damage. Wow, that was not great. Uh, but I rolled, uh, yeah, so 3d6, a uh, total of five damage. Five, five is damage. enough because your average commoner only has four hit points and okay. these are just undead commoners. Uh, they all go up like Roman candles and sort of stumble around and then expire horribly in greasy pools of their own melted flesh. Afterwards, Bryn just points his hammer forward, trying to trying to indicate, uh, you know, aiming towards the corner of that wall of this broken building here. Mm -hmm. All right. Right on through. So, with that, uh, I am going to take care of business rapid fashion. The zombies here literally cheese grate themselves to death. <laughs> on You're welcome. Nice. Very they, nice. Fireball. They stumble. They, they walk. Their flesh rips off their feet. They stumble. They fall. They keep crawling and then eventually just expire. Um, these zombies up here wander out of the darkness eventually. Um, these zombies wander mindlessly into the cheese grater and expire, leaving a handful of mains left who start to rush in your guys' direction. Uh, these ones think better of it. No, for a moment they do, but then their rage overtakes them. Uh, there's no way they can't take enough damage not to kill themselves. Uh, this one leaps out of the... Uh, the spikes to attack Scarf, only hitting AC6. Nope. Um, this one continues to pursue Bryn, AC6 as well. One holds its ground, miss. Uh, go ahead and give me a damage roll for uh, the spike growth real quick. It's four. Four. He takes a and little bit of damage. Uh, every five feet. Yeah, he only moved five feet, so. Um, he shreds himself up pretty badly, but then takes a swing at Bryn. Uh, there are three total that have moved up on Bryn. Um, I'm going to hit with two of them, actually. The one that wow. got shredded up did not hit you, but the ones behind you take their toll on you, doing five and four slashing damage, respectively. Uh, to one of them, I'm going to uh, take a reaction uh, to cast Hellish Rebuke. Excellent. Yes. Now, let's see here. So that will be at first level. So that'll be um, dex save of 13, uh, I believe. Okay. That is a absolute failure. In which case they take five plus this one. 
Nine. Fourteen points of Fourteen uh, is enough. All right. It incinerates in hellfire. Fire damage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hellish rebuke. That makes sense. Yep. Its smoke is replaced by demon smoke. And then it is no more. Uh, the rest of these look like they are about to surge towards Sol Callus and, and perhaps past him to Dillard when Dillard, you have a slightly better angle yet are, are shorter than Sol. Sol, you see uh, what you think at first might be a cloud sort of blocking like the moon out a little bit and then you realize, no, that's way too close to be a cloud. And then this building here, this entire building shudders the masonry splits between the first and second floor and the entire thing collapses as a creature just walks into the building as if it didn't even exist. Um, basically wading like through a kiddie pool into this building up to its chest is perhaps the largest demon you've ever seen. And it doesn't even really seem particularly aware of your presence. Um, let me just drop down. Where was this G. at? Sorry. Oh, there. Okay. Right there. <laughs> Holy. Um, <laughs> this thing is roughly time to go. Twenty-eight feet tall. Um, its hands could probably pick you up like a GI Joe action figure and crush you. Um, and it's just sort of wading through the building. It sees all the fire and it's huge horns. It sort of like looks around and then its gaze kind of comes down to the conflagration and the swirl of bodies down here. Um, my talk, you hear in your mind, we're getting close. If that's closer, then I don't want to be anywhere near here. Um, yeah, it looks down. It looks directly at my talk. Oh, shit. Um, and then whips its head and looks at Soul Callus and Soul in your mind. It says, Soul Callus, come to me. And it just pushes the side of the building out of the way and looks like it's getting ready to come and find you and pick you up. Maybe put you in its mouth. Uh, at that, all of these demons run the fuck away. They don't want any part of this guy. And these guys over here skedaddle off the board. Alrighty. Let's see. We are at the top of... Top of the round. Scarf. Okay, okay. Uh, Scarf is gonna run. Five, ten. Uh, I'm gonna reach into my bag and pull out a big, a big boom boom time and throw out, I pull out a little ball of scrap metal contraption and I'm gonna throw a bomb at, to try to hit like these three in front of me, like the three. Like hit the middle one and the two next to it, hopefully. Okay. And you know, uh, let's see. So I'm gonna do one charge of that. That will be my the biggest of the the first one. Is this a five foot radius, or are you strapping two sticks of boom boom? Oh yeah. Uh, 
I can do two sticks? You can bind them together. You can add extra charges to strap one. Oh, heck yeah. Let's do two charges. Okay. That does increase the size of the explosion too, by the way. Uh, oh, I don't want to hit, uh, uh, dragon guy, duck, duck, duck. And then I'm going to throw, um, just, uh, one charge is probably fine. Then we'll just do one to try and hit two of them. Okay. What's the DC? The two, uh, lower, lower ones. The DC is 12 decks. All right. They both succeed miraculously. Those jerks. But I still believe they take half damage. Yeah. Oh God, so the rat has take... explosives. It does. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish I'd read that better. Okay, well they'll take four damage. Or sorry, two damage. Okay. That's not very much. Yeah. Uh, you throw a Should've little uh, a little stick at him that's that's burning, and then I think it does a little bit more than that. I'm gonna oh. check it. I think it's base 3d6 and then you add a d6 for each stick you add oh yes you are correct so mm-hmm. there'll be three more damage okay once once it's halved so i halved it for you gotcha all righty so a loud kerpop goes off your warning shouted out to uh uh brain fart Bryn. you're yeah Bryn. thank you I was like, surely it's not the name of one of the characters from Campaign One. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I love it. Yeah. The uh, the warning shouted out to them. Uh, they catch onto that. They duck as well. The explosion goes off, sending more debris than than demon uh, flying. Anything else? Uh, oops. And then I'm going to cast uh, Expeditious Retreat, and I'm going to start running for the door. Okay. So that was 5, 10, 15. Can I go through them? Can I push through them? Forget how that works. Uh, no. I have to go around. Yeah. 20, 25, and then dashes 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So I'll get over there. And they can take opportunity okay. attacks. That's fine. Okay. Which way did you, did you go around to the south? Yeah, I didn't go in the middle of that nonsense up there. Okay. I saw what happens. One of, them, a little guy. one of them gets a swing and fails to hit you. It's infantile and, and weak. <laughs> Alrighty. Yill. So can we all see that giant fucking thing or is it oh, only yeah. part of the wall is broken? Okay, oh, yeah. she's just going to look at that. Too. Oh, she's going to look at that and panic. Run. She's going to look around. <laughs> when, when I'll find that thing, right? Uh, I mean, you saw Scarf. He's yeah, running. Yeah. He's running. <laughs> I like plan. She's, she's gonna immediately see this guy's in her way. She's gonna swing at him. The green flame still licking off her blade. Green flame. That is a seventeen to hit. Definitely a hit. With eight, then so thirteen damage. Easily delete that one. All right, we're going to keep going. Barely an inconvenience. All right, going to walk up to this one. Offhand attack. Same thing. You're going you closer to, to the demon. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. How bold of you to move closer. <laughs> door too. Uh, and sneak attack. Wherever the heck there it is. 
So that will be 11 plus 8, 19. Good lord. Yep. Yes, and then are. she's gonna keep schmoving. These creatures are beneath you. That is. End of your turn? All my movement, I believe. Alrighty. My talk. I am going to. Uh, does it take an action to drop concentration? Nope. You can do it at any moment. Okay. I uh, see this demon and realize that he looked right at me and am kind of jumping out of my my jelly at the moment. So <laughs> I'm very, very nervous. And uh, I, I speak to the voice in my head and say, we're, we're getting the hell out of here. And uh, I basically drop concentration on that spell. Let's see, how do I get rid of that? Oh, thank you, Max. Um, and... I, I'm going to dash and get up to here, actually. So. It was right there. All right. <clears throat> Huzzah. And uh, that'll end my turn. All right. Soul. Um, quick. You know, uh, without oh. even having to roll, this is a Garistro. It is basically the embodiment of destruction from the abyss. Yes. Um, quick question. What? Where are we trying to get to right now? Up here to this doorway. That doorway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Far away from the demon. Soul looks over uh, to the grease true and says, uh, you and I got a date for later. But something else more important is happening. So he's gonna he's gonna do his movement, uh, which is thirty feet. I don't know if I counted that right, but somewhere right there. And he's also gonna dash. So that's another. Did you speak to the demon in common or in a different language? Uh, it was more of a more mentally, I guess. <laughs> Since the demons okay, like so you in didn't my, say it at all. It, it's in my mind. Since the demons yeah, in it. my head, got I it. know it can hear me. I think. Wait, when my when mitochondria speaks to his head thing, do we hear that too? Or no? No. Okay. No, okay. Okay. You're all just you're all just having your secret head conversations over there. I see how it is. It did. Yeah. It did speak in my mind, right? It did speak in your mind. Okay. So it Sol's looked right at you when it did it, though. And yeah. Soul's kind of just assuming that he's tuned into my brain. Yeah. You, you uh, know. You know many many demons. Too. Most yeah. demons so are telepathic. So. Um. So yeah, dashing. I think I can get to there or something like that. Sounds good. Abandoning poor Dillard cobbler, cobbler pot. <laughs> I want to see this. <laughs> You're moving too fast. Your long legs. Go. <laughs> Immediate regret and prepared spell list. <laughs> lack of movement. Total lack of movement in this list. Oh, I will also dash with my small feet. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, I want to take the path that's not going to cause me any kind of environmental damage. So no, it's, it's all for flavor. It's the okay, immediate it's aftermath flavor? of the fireball, and it has cooled down such that 
Oh, yeah. so I can I can dance across the black mist, you say? You can. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. What did my little feet take me? 50 feet on a dash? Let's do this. 5, 10, 15, 20, 5, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. And then I will take one extra square because you, you did a lateral and then an up uh, up when you could have done a diagonal. So. Well, thank you, Benevolent DM. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Was there no difficult terrain there? It's dark. Uh, yeah, it's the, the dark. Oh, I meant but like the crumbled walls yeah. and stuff. Yeah, the I think this combat has taken long enough that I don't want to slow you down more than I already have. Our fear sure. of demon has surpassed yeah. difficult terrain. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> mobile. What was, what was formerly a difficult thing. Wall, what was formerly a difficult terrain wall has has since settled from the Garistro's footsteps. I'm an expert climber. Don't question me. <laughs> don't hold me back. No, uh, I wanted to go there, and I thought I couldn't. That's why I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> it was difficult terrain last round when you were going. It was, yeah, yeah. it was, it was, it was. It was Did all spikes. Uh, all right. <laughs> Foul demon! I will use my uh, model A on this lump of uh, Sounds good. demonic crap here. Take that! <laughs> 21 without my bless! Crush. I do not think you can do six points of four. Yeah, there's no way you can't kill it. So it stumbles back to its feet from the the detonation of the uh, sticks of uh, boom boom, hundred uh, percent military grade ram crown boom boom, um, <laughs> and then gets cracked across the face by a celestial cooking uh, pot. Lifetime guaranteed celestial <laughs> cobbler pot. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the end of my turn the rest of you you're slow let's go let's go all right Bryn yeah uh, so he's going to first take a shot at the uh, the, the creature just uh, immediately to his north there okay, the uh, try to get him out of the way uh, with his warhammer mm -hmm. he's going to roll uh, uh, like a warhammer. Here. I'm going to use uh, I can use that bless uh so you get an extra G4 on that, right? So, right? Okay. Hey, Please that helps a lot. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit. Oh, that will 100% scythe through the marshmallow-like flesh of these poor, pathetic souls. All right. Uh, that's going to be uh, 10 damage. Oh, obliterated. All right. And then he's going to take a bonus action to use his shield to do a shield master shove on the other one. Very nice. Yeah, uh, and push it back five feet uh, diagonally away from him. Okay. Yes. I believe it's an opposed athletics. Uh, I got a miserable three. Let's roll. I got a 19, just uh, natural. Okay. You shove him so hard, I'm going to say he goes 10 feet back <laughs> uh, as he stumbles and then rolls and slides down the uh, settling rubble. All right, and then, uh, yeah, I'm just going to move my full uh, distance of movement, which would land me about uh, here. Okay. Uh, comedically, the mains are running in the same direction you guys are, but have no intention <laughs> of sticking around <laughs> to fight. Um, one of them runs past Yill, 
Yes, Go ahead and make an opportunity snap. attack if you would like. Absolutely. <laughs> Get him. That is 24 to hit with eight damage. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Annihilated. You you end its misery. Like you know that it would not have been able to get away from this uh huge demon, so you you just put it out of its misery. Um but then the Garistro moves and it it shuffles through the wall uh knee deep. It has to step over the wall, it just clamors. It seems to be on a Garistro shuffle toward soul. Mm. And it gets to about here, looks down at Yill, and looks like it's gonna reach down to crush you, and then it stops, and it seems to like look off into the distance, and then it keeps walking past you. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Its foot like lands right next to you, just crunch. (laughs) Um out like now all of you can hear in your mind um all i want is soul oh oh boy <laughs> hmm. huh? gosh Number we have an too i wonder why <laughs> i look back at soul what have you done yeah. <laughs> Start of the round. Uh, would you all like to GTFO? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think I'm can... down to fight too. I'm open to whatever, but I feel like, you know, we should run. Let's go. I yeah. would probably keep moving if I were you. Let's see. Five, ten, twenty. So I can get to here, but then I've still got my expeditious retreat on, so I'm going to keep running. But um, sorry, before I did that, I just wanted to see where I could get to. Before I did that, I am going to I am going to panic throw a bomb at the big guy. OK. Uh, so what I'm, I'm hearing gonna... is you want to get his attention. Yeah. OK. Scarf mm. sprain doesn't work like that, so he's going to throw a bomb. <laughs> he's just going to yell ah, ugly and throw uh I doubled charge okay. of the one that will stun him, maybe. Stun grenade. The 12 DC. Uh, it failed. Okay. I rolled okay. a two right. die. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So hey, hey, ugly, and it, it glances in your direction as the bomb just hits it right between the eyes. <laughs> I guess I can't double this one anyways, but he will get stunned. So he's going to take five whole bludgeoning damage. And then he's stunned until the end of his next turn. <laughs> and and Scarf's actually also yells. <laughs> and then I'm going to use the rest of my bonus action to run inside the door. Okay. Where he can't see me. Yep. I'm like, I'm going to keep running as far as I can inside. So. All right. It's another 20. So the, the Garistro is stunned for the turn, um, unless anybody wants to do anything uh, exceptionally brave. Uh, you can all easily get to the doorway this turn. I'm thinking the consensus is run from what I yeah. heard before, but I'm, I'm open to discussion. Bryn's not even looking back. He's he's already in the, I mean, in the tunnel. I mean, Scarf's yeah. long gone. So if you're fighting, you're okay. fighting without Scarf. We have advantage on it right now, correct? Scarf is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it for you. Back. You have advantage on it. 
I'm just saying, those of us who are ranged inclined, you know, before we leave. <laughs> I, I guess we can all move, it's fine. Bell hit it! So I was like, get moving through the door, but I got one for him. And uh I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash a crossbow bolt at it. Well everybody else is I wanna make sure everybody else gets to the door first. And this'll be like the last thing I do before I join them. Okay. So just I'll go ahead and roll for our head. Let's see. That's uh um sorry. Nah, I I didn't call it before, my bad. Okay. Um that's uh, Just make a bullet blanket statement that I'm always shooting at sharpshooter, and I then should, you cover. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, did I actually. The rest of the evening. Yeah. This is why one shots are hard because you're yeah. learning your characters. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot to hit. It's it's twenty eight to hit. Not counting that the will, blast. That will hit it. Uh, damage. Here we go. Uh, that's uh, thirteen damage. Okay. On that hit, and I. I'll go ahead and do my extra attack before I go running through the door. And I will do sharpshooter on this one. Probably not going to hit now. Oh, no, it'll probably hit. Um, um, 27 minus 5. 23. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, okay. Damage. Uh, 12 plus 10, 22 damage on that shot. Okay. And I'm going to go bolting through the door behind everybody else. All right. Two telling strikes however against this thing they look like someone throwing toothpicks into a sweater um <laughs> they strike into its flesh uh digging deep uh and it it grunts from each hit um i'm gone in your minds just cackles <laughs> a sporting game all right, right. that was fun so, uh, I'm just going to hyper-accelerate stuff because we are getting up there in time. And everyone skedaddles here. The stun prevents the Gristra from pursuing you, and it loses sight of you as you race off. It rampages through the square as you escape down some back alleys and into the cellar of the Grey Jug Inn. And we can leave the map now and go back to our players' friendly faces. As the door to the Grey Jug Inn slams beside you, or behind you, you catch your breaths and look to the door to the, uh, yeah, to I think I said the cellar. It's been a long day. Uh, <laughs> You scramble down the stairs to the cellar following following Scarf. Scarf, um, Scarf, Scarf! He's easy to follow because he's still yelling. Scarf, Scarf! And, and in the back of the cellar, there is a, a singular rack of empty wine bottles that is stacked up in such a way that it looks like it would be precarious to move it, but with Subtle motions, uh, it easily swings on a hinge. The bottles don't even jostle. It seems as if they have been glued together in, in a way to prevent them from, from breaking. And you find a secret entrance that leads into the sewers, the smell of which hits you almost immediately upon the seal to the secret door being breached. And you descend in. 
Excuse Scarf me. Takes uh, a, uh, excuse me. Who who intends on carrying me? Anyone? Uh, oh, you don't expect me to walk down there, do you? Scarf looks at you and then keeps running. <laughs> I don't I remember getting the rest. Also, in the when we hop in the sewers, Scarf kind of inhales like. Ah, home sweet home. It smells like home for sure, but there's also something else that Scarf smells on the wind down here. Eh? Eh? Smells, eh? smells like death. Someone made stinky. Oh, no. It smells like That's blood. Stinky. And it smells like meat. That's stinky. And as you look down into the water, you realize that the smell is coming from that. It's not just sewage down here. It's not just water. The blood of Aesgarth has literally clogged the drains and flooded down in here like an oil slick on water and is mixing and making its way down. Good news, property will be cheap. (laughs) Nice echo effect there. Alrighty, and with a brief respite, you can hear the stomping of the Garistro above, shuddering the bones of the city around you as it searches for Soul Callus, as it hunts for that which it seeks most in this world. And I think we're there, we will take a break and come back shortly. Yeah, time to stretch your legs, everybody. Uh, we won't be gone long, so go get a snack and make sure you come back because we will be back shortly. Uh, yeah, go go get some snacks, everyone. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Uh, we're just picking back up from our break. So uh, I don't know. What does Max usually say this part? Back into the terror and death. Let's go. Let's dive back into the, into the sewers filled with blood. The blood and muck. Yeah. <laughs> After narrowly narrowly escaping the uh, pursuit of a demon larger than most buildings in a city, uh, the party has found themselves in the sewers. And at this point, they have a moment to sort of collect their thoughts, go over what their plan is. And uh, Mydok, you're sort of the, the, the clutch person here. Before you came into the uh, refugee camp on the Seamount at the north end of Aesgarth. Nobody had any clue what was happening or where to go, but you had had a vision earlier that day that you had been puzzling in your mind along with your friend who lives in there with you um, about what it could mean. And there was, there was a person that you had heard about that you knew was key, that had something important to tell you, whose name was Madame Windsor, a fortune teller, elderly woman who read fortunes for coppers and silvers in various sectors of the city. It was something of grave importance that she needed to tell you, but it was like a splinter in your mind. And then everything went to hell as the sun dipped below the horizon and it became very clear to you that she must have information necessary to deal with this. When you got to the refugee camp and shared this with the powers that be, you come came up, up with a plan to find Madame Windsor because her location could not be divined magically. Details of your visions included 
a description that matched something very familiar to Bryn the Broken, a place he had not been in years. The inner sanctum of the Thieves' Guild. There was an individual in there who you know to be the head of the collective in Aesgarth. The collective being that self-same Thieves' Guild. A man who goes by the name of Johnny Five Knives. And from that information, you you determined that must be where Winza is being uh, is is hiding. Um, but you had always been brought to that thieves' guild under blindfold. You did not know the way. But Scarf had information Scarf. through the tunnels and smuggling, uh, or through the sewers and the smuggling tunnels of how to get there. And that is the path that you find yourselves on now. Uh, legitimate business tunnels. And in hushed voices, you make your way slowly through the sewers, hearing screams and groans of things moving down here. But you find time to gather information about one another and share a bit of who knows who and why they might think that this is a good use of their fire's day night. Uh. So... So I thought you got into trouble with mushrooms, but this is ridiculous. What does this guy want with you? What was that thing? Y'all heard it. Ah. The Garistro. Well, let's just say I might have slew a few of its brothers in the past. Few? And that warranted that reaction? Why not? I've never seen anything like it. Sort of my job. Hunter, demon slayer. I've made quite a career of it over the decades. I believe this has something to do with it as well. And you see on his forehead is like an X-shaped scar. Uh, This is a mark. The first demon I ever encountered left it on me. Since then, every single one I've come across has been able to know my name. Strange, isn't it? Eh, sucks to be you. Well, doesn't bother me any. They come to me, that's more kills. I'll tell you the same thing now that I told you the last time we worked together. I am so very surprised you're still alive. (laughs) Discipline. Training. Hell of a lot of luck. Maybe. And a lot of mushrooms. I've only bought a few from you. You can relax. (laughs) So, might I make a suggestion? With the rat's help and the power of my crossbow, I could lead us through these tunnels and keep us safe from whatever's coming. Just a quick clarification on the crossbow. The mm-hmm. the detect good and evil, is that when I activate it, is there a time limit on that? Yeah, it's as the spell. Which I'm lasts not familiar about 10 with minutes. the spell. Ten minutes? 
Okay. Let me double check. Carry on. So, are you a Ten minutes. man of faith? Me? No, not really. I tend to rely on my own skill more than anything. It's kept me alive this far. I was afraid of that. And what of you, salesman? Are you really a man of faith, or are you some sort of charlatan? He clutches his amulet of the Dawn Father, this large, trooding son that's in the front. Dawn Father is the only thing that will save us out here. Eternal damnation. There are things that are worse than death, soul. And what I heard in my head, if I had strong enough magic, I would try to purge it from you. But I, I can only offer gifts. So please, please accept this. He's going to extend his gnomish hand out to you. Okay. He just kind of stands there eyeing you to see what you're doing. Do you accept what he tries to pass to you? I don't know what he's passing to me. Are you passing me the amulet? No, it's something that's in his hand. So cautiously holds out the palm of his hand. Deposits something thin it's there and he clasped it okay it looks like just the person who needs this is it the handle of a pot it's not it's a small piece of paper ah uh, is it a coupon <laughs> look at it it is a coupon it's 10% off <laughs> If you flip it over on the back side, as daily him, and it has a mark of the All Father on the back. Uh, Saul it just has, even it has hashtag bless written down on the very bottom. <laughs> and as you accept this, I cast Warding Bond through this touch. This lasts an hour. <laughs> As long as you're within 60 feet of me, you have a plus one bonus to your AC oh, saving I'm... throws, and you have resistance to all damage. However, very nice. Each time you take damage, I take the same amount of damage. Oh, Mark, okay. me, Daddy. All right. Uh, <laughs> Friends into battle. Saul kind of just eyes the coupon, slightly confused, and then looks at looks at the uh, halfling, right? No, no. Uh, looks at the gnome in front of him. Thanks, I guess. It doesn't have an expiration date. I'll keep uh, that in other, mind. Th- other things an hour, but the, the, the coupon, the ten percent off is good. Whenever we get out of here, I'll keep it in mind. May the old father bless you. He just kind of <laughs> smiles slightly, 
Okay. Keep that thing out of my fucking head, too. It's, you could, please. I've prepared myself for a lifetime, but I don't know how it's penetrating my helmet. <laughs> Most things can't. Could it be just a pot? It's not just a pot. It's a lifestyle, so... A lifestyle. Okay. Iron cookware last a lifetime. There's something... Don't interrupt for a moment. Go for it. Uh, remember, we were looking for Madame Windsor. Do any of you know where we may locate her? Or where she might be in the city? Adam. I know. Scarf knows. Yeah, you know where the Thieves' Guild is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Less talking, more sloshing. And uh, Scarf starts sloshing down the sewers, leading the way. What do we want to do with someone who sells contraband and knives? Hey, hey, hey. I look at, uh, I look at you, and then I look back over to uh, my talk. You owe me money. You owe Scarf money. And I turn around and keep sloshing. You owe Snarf Snarf. He sold me a piece of, piece of worthless drivel. Not with us. You hear from down, way down the sewers. <laughs> well, if it isn't worthless, then it should work. You just don't know how to use it. The echoes of your voices grow a little bit as the conversation stretches through the party that is proceeding and lingering. Um, and a silence comes across your group as you hear sloshing up ahead. Oh, like not me sloshing, like other sloshing. Ahead of Scarf. Extra yes. sloshing. Yeah. Um, it sounds... Scarf just freezes like... Yeah. You freeze. Uh, you see <laughs> lingering in the distance more and more figures slowly meandering their way through the sewers. It looks like another entourage of Aesgarth's dead shambling their way down here. If they're true to form with how they were up on the streets, they should ignore you. But are you willing to take that chance? Yul goes and, and kind of flattens herself against the, the wall of the sewer and continues like sliding along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 sneaky, sneaky. And I like do my best to mimic exactly what she did. Okay. Yeah, they turn and come down the hallway you guys are all moving and sandwiched against the walls, you see dozens of Aesgarth's dead shamble past you in various states of disrepair wounds inflicted by horrible beasts more deadly than the manes that you fought but many of them crushed by their fellow Asgarthians trying to escape wherever they were holed up or in the throng of people fleeing from the city to somewhere safer none of them even look in your directions as they move past you most disturbing of all however some of the bodies appear to have been completely disrobed, not of their clothing necessarily, although that is certainly missing. Their flesh has been completely removed. 
a curiosity perhaps to be explored another time. Girls. Just, just keep moving. Constitutes a saving throw for me. That's a nat one. Oh dear. <laughs> the sick does little to abate the smell of blood and other awful smells down here. Both both spellings of the word awful. Um, but the dead keep marching past you, completely oblivious to your your companion. Dillard's uh, ill gut. It smells like burnt hair. <laughs> and by the time by the time he is done uh, letting his spittle evacuate his mouth, the dead have shambled off, and the sewers grow quiet once more. Steal oh, yourself. Oh, oh. We have a long way to go. Mm, fix, fix, ask or fix, or fix. I'm gonna hand you. I'm gonna pull a little, some pieces of metal out of my pocket and start like connecting them and doing a little bit of thing, and then I kind of bash them with my, uh, uh, my, what is it? My wrench. And I'm gonna hand you a little device, and I and it looks like a lighter, and you flip the button. Um, but when you flip the button, it emits a nice odor. <laughs> it sounds like a pleasant beach, fresh beach air. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can uh, uh, pay, pay scarf later. Uh, can you make a few more of those? Uh, I can make uh, four, 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 four. Looks Smells like, like home need. down oh. here. I'm fine. Yeah, I don't need one either. We almost are we out of here. How close are we to the guild? <clears throat> it's not far. Let's just move faster. I don't want to pay. I don't have any money. Right behind you. Hey. No <laughs> money. No smell. No more and sales pitches, please, towards... in the tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> We're having the shopping episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's welcome the underground to... shopping network. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Smuggler's Den, where you know, don't ask where we got it, and don't ask why the prices are so low. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you come through a confluence of of chambers, and eventually are making your way through like old ancient piping that descends deeper and deeper. You recognize that this is part of the old city, the the former city of the empire that was here where before Aesgarth was rebuilt on its bones. Um, ancient construction, Dwarven, Dwarven make, bones that'll last probably longer than the mountains around them. Um, and you come to a nondescript grate in the side of a wall. And that is the, the door that Scarf knows leads into this place. Uh, I'm going to do the secret knock. Okay. And it's you knock uh, on the like door. Uh, the first thing you notice before and a haircut and a wait. Yeah, before your clawed hand reaches that, you notice something strange about this. The grating... Um, just beyond the grating is is a solid door that's painted jet black so that it's difficult to see from a distance. Something is different about this door this time. There are rags seemingly jammed mm -hmm. into the crack around the door, whereas before there, there could have been the tiniest 
gap in the structure that has been plugged. Could I make a perception check? Sure. Um, it's 14 with a roll and 18 passive, so I don't know which one you want to mm -hmm. take. But, yeah, the, um, 18 is, the 18 is already in, in play. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious if uh, this environment, I mean, you said there's rags stuffed in, and then... Mm -hmm. It's further back. Like, how far is it, this door from this grate exactly? It's like a, it's like a foot. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. The grate is I, more I, of a disguise. Yeah. I mean, is there the more than meets the eye here? I mean, it's definitely a secret door um, that would pass. That would that would pass most inspection uh, unless you got right up to this grate and started fit, futzing around. But you'd have to know to look here to really find it. Um, I don't want to waste does, too much time with the door. Sorry, yeah. I apologize. Does Scarf, but... does Scarf continue with the, the knock after this notice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Instinctually. Right, uh, go ahead. Unless, someone, unless you stop him. Yeah. Uh, just instinctually, while, while this knock's happening, uh, Bryn is going to clutch uh, his, his holy symbol and uh, use divine sense to attempt to see if there's anything uh, fiendish or undead behind this door. Uh, not behind the door, but all around you in the effluence chamber that you are in, your eyes settle on the shadows, which are subtly creeping around you. Whatever we're gonna do, we gotta do it fast. You hear on the other side of a door, and you know that there is a response that is expected, Scarf. Hey. I'll do the response. Okay. The door swings open and you see candle and torchlight, uh, more candlelight, torches would give off too much smoke. Candlelight, some lanterns and some friendly faces and that they're alive and they are wide-eyed, they have weapons drawn and they say, quickly, inside. The most curious thing though, is one of the first people in front of you has a cat that they are holding up and the cat is just sort of sitting there purring. Screams. <laughs> because of the cat. thing. Scar freezes. No, he just screams. Oh, okay. Brain uh, pushes you scream. Scarf through the door anyway. Okay. You push Scarf through, dogpile in, the group moves away as you do so. Uh, this There's this rotund lady holding this cat she doesn't look like anyone important, just like a housewife who had a cat. And she's holding the cat at each of you <laughs> as you come in. And the cat is just like, oh, like scream just, every time mm. she puts it in your yeah. Adorable, just, you ears, brought snacks. Yeah, it's mm. ears flattened back at the screen, but it doesn't like hiss or do anything like that. Uh, the people inside start shoving you out of the way. And then out in the hallway, the effluence chamber behind you, you can hear whatever sound shadows make. It's not from this world. It is ethereal and claws at your souls. Um, the shadows dance and move in jerky motions as they start to manifest in the room around you against the walls, stretching, and then the door slams behind you all as you make your way inside of the guild. 
you can hear whispers outside, meaningless words, but you can tell their meaning, anger, disappointment, hunger. Inside, the cat still being pointed at each of you. Uh, everyone looks at the cat, looks at you, and puts their weapons away as if there's nothing uh, wrong anymore. I always had a thing for the nurses in Silent Hill, but not this way. Not this way at all. <laughs> uh, uh, we need to uh, speak to uh, what's, 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 my tech, what's name? Madam Windsor. Yeah, 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 that. Quickly, it's a chaos up there. Uh, a silver-haired woman perks up from the crowd and says, did you say Madam Windsor? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's terribly ill. Do you have a cure or healing magic? Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Have a holy man present. Quickly then, and she rushes off into the depths of this place. Looking around, you realize this is like the old, like the bones underneath like an old bathhouse. Uh, down here, they would have uh, lit fires to warm the water above. Um, many, many chambers down here, and the place is just chock full of refugees from Aesgarth that had rushed down um, down here for some solace. Uh, maybe someone in the Thieves' Guild rounded up as many people as they could and got down here as fast as they can. But yeah, this is, uh, this is mm. chock full of refugees that they're trapped in here. I can see that the sin bin is full. You make your way to a back room where there is rags and clothing piled up to make a, a nest or a bed of some sort. And there is an old woman in her carnival garb uh, laying peacefully on the ground, seemingly unconscious. And this so, is the image. madam. This is the image that Mydoc had seen, this woman, although... In the image, she was awake, alert. I'm gonna poke her. I've seen this before. Well, kind of. Finally time to atone for your sins, madam. I haven't even realized that she's unconscious yet. Yeah, poking her, no response. Yeah, I'm poking her, nothing's happening, okay. Yeah. I think she's dead. No, she's always been that bloated. Uh, oh, God. Perception check. Go for it. 26. Okay. What are you looking for? General condition of the body. Uh, Trying to see alive, if we got a, we got a pulse. How cold yeah. and clammy are we? She looks like she's about to explode. She, for all intents and purposes, looks asleep, but she is not reacting to any outside stimuli. What struck the madam? Who's guided us here? In your mind, my doc, you hear, you've arrived. I keep saying that. 
Jennifer Lynn is here. What what is she what is she befallen? I can't tell. She's always this cold and clammy. Anybody could do a medicine check to see if there is anything physically wrong with her or understand what may have befallen her. I'll give it a shot. And I boofed it. I can check as well. That's a nat 20. Uh, okay. 22. Oh, let's go. All right. 22. Okay. Sold. You check her over. Um, you can't determine anything physically wrong with her. You suspect that she's been ensorcelled somehow. Um, my doc, when you touch her to like examine her pulse and stuff, something in your mind happens. That voice that you've been hearing that you call head honcho changes. <laughs> and now, hovering over Madame Winza, legs folded beneath her, decrepit robes drifting off of her is the semblance of a creature, an individual floating over her. She has one arm and her face is crooked and evil. So I'm the only person that can see this. Iron. You don't know. Nobody else does see this, but this is what <laughs> my doc is seeing. <laughs> Am I the only one seeing this? See what? Sleep lady? Yeah. I mean, no. The apparition floating it. above her. Do, and do what? No. As, as the candles drift back and forth from your movement in the room, slowly the form manifests in front of all of you. It's very translucent, but it's staring directly at Midoc. Um, it says, Soul. I have something to bargain for something you have of mine, Midoc. Soul's pointing his crossbow directly at it. Mm -hmm. I have my symbol of the Dawnfather forward, and I'm going to kneel over the madam. I deal with nothing, demon. The power of Dawnfather compels you, and I'll cast Lesser Restoration on the madam. Okay. Um, as you do so, uh, there is a wince of, like, a migraine that the figure floating there has. She holds her one arm up to her head and rubs her temple and looks at you and says, do that again and she perishes in the nightmare realm, priest. Don Father will take your other arm if you mess with her one more time, demon. Just a second. I uh, just say, give me a moment. And I kind of inflect into my mind and try to, you know, I'm going to speak to the this this thing that's been in my head for so long and it's been leading me mm. here constantly yeah. it showed me the vision vision and has brought me to this place i need mm. to know what it wants so give me just a second and i just start speaking out loud like i'm having a conversation with myself mm -hmm. and i say so you brought me all this way what do you really want to We're be whole once more it seems you have a problem and i have a solution let us deal the arm and I will awaken this 
farseer who has seen where my master's plans began. So this is, this is going to be hard to understand, but the voice in my head, whom I call Head Honcho, has told me that he wants to become whole. And the apparition above you that we see, all of us see, is somehow linked. I think that they're two pieces of one soul. Yeah, looking at her arm, it looks very similar to the staff that Mydok carries with him. Shit. Scarf goes, ah, and points, and then points, and then points. What kind of entity is this? Uh, are Sol, we talking about the? You are in your head. Uh, Sol, you are familiar looking at this apparition that it is a nightmare creature known as a night hag that has infected the mind of Madame Winza here and dropped her into a comatose state. Yeah, so Saul, aiming down the sides of his crossbow, just says to the rogue, this is a hag, and it should be dead. Just a moment. Now, the voice in my head, every time I say this out loud, it sounds crazier and crazier, but I'm usually alone, so please bear with me. He says that if we help him and make him whole, that he'll awaken Madame Windsor and release her from her ailment. Deals with demons. Ah, I cast Sanctuary on Madame. Okay. I'm just gonna do an insight check really quick if that's okay. Go for it. <sighs> and I got Star a nat Pides. 20 plus eight, so 28. Woof. Nice. Okay, so I'll do the insight check, but the sanctuary is going off as well. Um, yes, this entity wishes to be restored with its arm that you are using as a staff. Um, but you suspect that she is also like looking over the rest of your companions and perhaps they have stuff that she would be happy to deal for instead um, of her arm. Uh, if anything, she is a creature of uh, negotiation and deals. Perhaps they have something more powerful that would be of interest to her. Uh, but uh, as she is sort of surveying them, Dillard reaches down with sanctuary on Madame Winza and um, suddenly the, the hag is shoved back against the wall and made manifest for a brief moment and her eyes widen in shock, uh, realizing her sudden vulnerability as she has been shunted out of the fuge dream state. Uh, she begins to cast a spell. You guys have about a round to do something if you I was wish. Say, as soon as she attempted to do anything, I was going to loose a bolt. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, uh, I going. will say that she is surprised because she did. She thought she was immune to your attacks because she was in the dream world, basically. Um, yeah. Scarf was hiding behind oh. Eel, so just I want that known. She gets hit first. Scarf is hiding behind who? Uh, Eel. Okay. Yeah. How far away is Wait, this? How, how big is Scarf? Coming? He's holding on onto your leg like a little child, just like. <laughs> Yul's also small. Oh, 
Yeah. So you get three shorties in the party. Okay, we're both hiding behind um, Bryn then. How about okay. that? This is acceptable. Bryn has to constantly be aware of not stepping on anyone in the process. Uh, this creature was hovering directly above Madame Windsor, who was against, like, laid down against a wall, has since been shoved against the wall. So, not too much further away from where Madame Windsor So, it has a corporeal, like, we can. Yeah, it is now corporeal. It has a real. F- okay. Yes. Um, okay, so can I maybe attempt to grapple it? Uh, you could try, but I believe a crossbow bolt is being loosed immediately. So let's get that. You have advantage. She has survived or surprised. Okay. And sharpshooter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, uh, that's going to be 14. A 14 will not hit. Really? Yes. He's you, lo- you lose the crossbow into her and it, it strikes her. Has, and it's deflect. Sorry, I'm assuming uh, has his uh, the bless already worn off? Have we been traveling for like, like a while yeah, now? Ten minutes. Yeah, you, I think it was. You've been traveling for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. It deflects off of some sort of magical barrier around her. Uh, the uh, shadows literally like reach up and defend her, and the crossbow bolt sticks into the masonry uh, above. Man. Okay. Let's get the grapple in. Okay, um, so I'm going to use athletics, and I get to mm-hmm. roll with advantage. Nice. Because I am amorphous. Ooh. Hmm. That's cool. And got a 20, so. Nice. Wow, okay. She got Indy Beyond is really happy with me tonight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that was not to say. Um, That's what you got to do It's like. I, yeah, I mean, I rolled 20. it right on D&DB, so yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So there's the 23. Um, I grapple them. I've just wrapped them with goo, like completely encased yep. them in basically like like an extension of myself, my body, and it's like wrapped around them. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I mean, I know this is kind of a dumb trope, but if, if possible, can I just start like just filling and covering their mouth with goo so they can't attempt to speak yeah. or say anything? Yep. So essentially, I just kind of smother them in goo, and they're kind of like floating in me, like like a a cell or something. Yep. (laughs) It took the physical challenge. She she is now a hag riding a uh, slime mech suit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anybody else got an action? She's now hurt her without hurting you. Not really. I mean, she's exposed. Her face is like 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 parts of her are exposed. You know, like her arms here and there, and it's not my whole body's covering her, it's like just- Oh, like mostly just the mouth? I'll, I'll take yeah, the chance. Mostly the mouth, the, uh, and I'm like wrapped around her in goo and like straps of goo all around her. Sorry, I didn't explain that better. Yeah, she is surprised, she is grappled, so she is immobilized. Um, she's having a bad day. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna hold my my holy symbol up, but I'm gonna fire off Guiding Bolt. Very nice. Third Let's level. Ooh. Dang. Chat, don't curse me here. You know, you know how bad I am at guiding bolt. <laughs> don't curse me. I'm in a, I'm in a different show. I'm in a different chat. This will be fine. Everything's gonna be just fine with me in third level guiding bolt. Come on, baby. No! It's a net one! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Did you roll with advantage though? Why is guiding bolt like this? Did you roll with, with advantage? She is surprised. 
Oh, anyway. God, it's going to be a double nat one then. It's like, that's it. Oh, God, I'm so bad at guiding bolt. Why? Oh, 21. Yeah. Okay, that, that hits true. You line up a shot. The slime moves. You pull the you pull back at the last second and then re-engage and the guiding bolt lances into her now corporeal form. 21 points of radiant. Very Ooh, nice. nice. That shot rips into her and it is like, it is like a electrical transformer basically going up. Like pinpoints of light start ripping through her body. Um, she is made of some sort of shadow stuff. This radiant damage was no bueno for her. Um, so she has taken double damage because she is vulnerable to radiance. Um, and you carve a, a, a hole through her. She is smoking and shrieking in absolute agony. Anybody else? Oh, God. I this... just burp like really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> Are we finishing this? Those screeches tearing at her ears and seeing her comrades have taken a clear course of action. Yola's gonna step out from behind Bryn and, and lunge at her with her weapons. Okay. It's either this or lose my staff. The 13 to hit. Was that with advantage? No. You're right. Sorry. Let me reroll that. <laughs> That's a 10. You lunge forward. Uh, but yeah, something about her form just deflects your attack off of her body. The shadow stuff is no joke. It was really creeped out and kind of flicks off her blade and, like, <laughs> and, and goes back, tucks back away behind Bryn's leg. <laughs> well, Bryn's going to be hustling over here and is going to reach out with the Unfortunately, just magically glued shield to his hand, but he's still going to reach out, grab uh, the hag by the face, and cast Inflict uh, Wounds. Ooh. Yeah. What level? Uh, level one. Okay. Eddie? A mere 3D You guys are just beating the shit out of it. I, I, we have, I have heard nothing different. <laughs> uh, and that, that was with advantage? Yes. Uh, 16 to hit. 16 will not hit, unfortunately. Ah, wow. You reach wow. out, the shadows oh, pushing his uh, 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 advantage from Guiding yeah. Bolt. No, no, everybody has Ooh. advantage because she was oh, surprised round two. I know, I know. I was thinking the Double same thing. Advantage. Yeah. No. You reach out for her. Advantage. You reach out for her. She manages to reach up her hand despite being grappled by uh, Midoc uh, and put her hand up toward yours, and there is just a glob of shadowy energy that prevents you from making contact. Your fingers almost touch. It's almost romantic, but not quite. Um, <laughs> She's still going to stay within uh, within five feet of this, just ready for action. Yep. Uh, and she grits her teeth, succeeds on her concentration check, and vanishes like in a puff of smoke. But is that a spell feet, that she cast, by the way? It was. I uh, can I use my reaction to do a mage slayer attack? 
Oh, that go. triggers when a spell is cast or after the spell. <clears throat> yeah, go when ahead. A creature within five feet of you casts a spell. So it's just okay. a, it's just a melee it. weapon attack. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead. Oh, we Slayer. Let's go. Did it roll with um, disadvantage oh. against me? or Mage Slayer is great. I did. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's and a DM. I, I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> do I still have advantage on so this? Much. You do. Okay. I ran that on my monk last campaign. Oh, it was great. Good. You I, always forget about it. <laughs> unfortunately, I rolled 13. 13 oh, eight. no. Your your oh, Warhammer no, strikes no. Your Warhammer strikes right into the wall right after she vanishes. Uh-huh. There's a moment of absolute frustration. Uh, also, there's a moment where Midoc, uh sort of splatters and then reforms. And then you hear <laughs> Madame Winza sort of like, uh, hello? Wake up. <laughs> I poke her again. Ow! <laughs> She's alive. She says, uh, "What a horrible dream." Uh, we looks up and she you. sees Mydoc and says, "You were there. What are you?" What am I? What are you? You've been in my dreams. You've been in my visions. You've been. I've seen you night and day for weeks. What is this? It is. A mistake, you are the one who has been in my dreams this time. I saw a pool of blood. Saw Asgarth aflame. Has this come to pass? Who wants to tell her? Unfortunately, yes. The streets run red with blood, and the city is burning. There are demons But I've been sent to find you. As we were told, you could help. Uh, Help me sit up. She reaches for someone's hand. You'll reach us down and help her. Okay. She sits up. When she touches your hand, she... Her eyes shoot open, and... She closes them, shakes your hand a little bit, and then looks up at you and says, Your brother. But not. He is the one. He's responsible for this. It is in his home that this carnage swells and grows. But how is that possible? He has made dealings with demons, blood offerings. That he would go that far. Gods. Uh, This is a fascinating group, isn't it? Unfortunately. You mean you did not know? No. I knew he was terrible and capable of inhumane things, but not this. Well, then it seems the fates have brought you together for a reason. Indeed. Know you the way behind your father's study, the suit of armor, and the hidden path? The leads below? I I think... 
He showed it to me when I was a young child. It rings a bell. That is where you must go. You have not been there since you were a child. Many things have changed. Things have been found. Secrets buried beneath Aesgarth. Secrets change people. He dealt in these secrets, my father? No. No. Your brother, but not of blood. The one who took so much from you. I have seen this, poor child. He is not deserving of pity. We will find him. I know where to go. We have to go to the noble district. Eh? I need to know no, no, why no, no. I'm here first. Must what first? Sorry? I need to know why I'm here first. Well, we were drawn here. We were drawn here together, it seems, my strange friend. For I saw you and you saw me. But there was a third, another. But she's gone now. Am I to thank you for that? She was wretched. We all pitched in, but yes, we gave our best effort to expel the, the beast from you. Speaking of which, Bryn uh, is using divine sense again. It just he His eyes are just trying to, just wildly trying to look around the room to see if he can spot this thing that just disappeared from his Warhammer. No, she's gone. She she did not utilize a spell like invisibility or misty step. She did something far more powerful and far more permanent to escape from this reality. Still keeping an eye out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the brief amount of commotion with all the spell casting that just happened has caused a crowd to sort of form, and there are cries mm -hmm. of like, Madam Wins is awake! And people shuffle into the room and sort of get her over to a chair to sit down and they're bringing her water and things like that. Um, you guys have a clear path. Although some of you may have questions, they might have to wait to be answered. Now we can go. I just kind of assume there is more to be learned here. Um, Perhaps uh, if we had more time, as I look after, after Demon City fixed, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we seek to stem this foe, then, well, we'll have to go seek out Alistair Layton, the artifact oh. dealer. Some of you may have heard of him. I know a little. Have we heard of him? Uh, if any of you have ever dealt in artifacts or, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Auctions and things for valuables in the city. Alistair is a well-known individual in those crowds. Well, if we have the information we need, we should get moving quickly. Right. Well, he's probably armed to the teeth. Maybe he's got some bodyguards with him. He certainly has a coin for it. We might be in for a fight. But what else is new? And she... starts leading the way. Actually, I, I, I don't know how to get out of here. <laughs> we can show you a way. 
It'll have to be out a different way than you came in. Those shadows are hungry. That would be preferable. All right. They they lead you to a back door. Um, The cat lady uh, is sort of wandering around and people are petting the cat and stuff. Um, Yeah. What's the cat for, by the way? I was just going to ask, actually, since Brynn has been here before, is she usually She's, here? No, this this is literally like a housewife that escaped down here with, here with her cat, and okay. they have found some very useful task for this cat. <laughs> apparently, reminds me of Terminator. Yeah, that is literally what it is, and we don't have time to go into it. Um, the dogs like bark at the Terminators, but no, they. Uh, a, a rather dashing young individual, a ruffian of sorts, who you quickly identify as Johnny Five Knives, if you have not met him just by the way he swaggers around, uh, notices you all looking at the cat and sort of like about to ask the question. He goes, oh, yeah, it smells shadows. We call them skin takers here, though. Oh. Right. Well, I'll have to get me one of those later. <laughs> Bye. If you see someone who you know is dead walking around with life in their eyes, it's their skin. It's been taken. It's being worn by something else. Wonderful. I was hoping that would be an exaggeration of a nickname. Okay. Unfortunately not. He looks at you like vague recollection of like, I thought you were dead. Same takes a lot more than a apocalypse to kill old Johnny Five Knives. Seems like the same for you, Bryn. For now. For now. Listen, if you're still broke when this is all over, I could use a killer like you again. Yeah. You know where to find me. Assuming it's still there. Well, good luck with whatever you're doing out there. If I were you, I'd just hole up in here until this whole thing blows over. I don't think we have a choice. We do, but I think the better choice is out there. Right, well, when you do, make it loud so that others might be able to go out the other ways. We'll do our best. All righty. You gather at the door the opposite side of the old bathhouse uh, under Croft and the door is opened. The cat is held forth as if some magical protection <laughs> and you pile out into another estuary and series of uh, sewers and smuggler tunnels and make your way in the direction of the merchant district, Scarf knowing the way. And we will fast forward a bit You make your way beneath what you suspect to be Alistair Layton's residence and a quick survey up onto street level through a tiny window in the cellar of a house reveals to you that the Layton residence is half flattened. The entire east wing of the household has caved in as if something large came out of the house. Well, this definitely doesn't look like I remember. Shambling across the streets and across the lawns of the house, through the broken fence and wall, 
are the dead of Aesgarth slowly shambling their way toward the mansion through the front door and the holes in the wall, making their way somewhere inside. But they're going to where we're trying to go? Yep. How many just in general visual range? Uh, One too many lots, more than lots. (laughs) They're moving slow. There might be a ground level window we could open on the uh, not broken end. Doesn't have enough bombs Uh, for that. We might not want to attract this much attention. Right before we enter this place, I'm going to activate my crossbows. Detect evil and good. Okay. The range on that is... No idea. I'm not familiar with the spell. (laughs) Leave it at 60. Range is self and... Un momento, por favor. Yeah, it detects within 30 feet of you. Okay. Uh, You're getting some pings, but none in any directions that are alarming to you, like not behind you. Uh, Out on the street, you can detect some undead moving around. It seems like this part of the city is devoid of activity other than the shambling dead making their way here, suggesting to you that this is the epicenter of where things happened and things have been moving out like a brush fire through the city. Yeah. I just want the radar to be on for when we enter any kind of place. Yill, as this is the homestead where you grew up, you know all of the ways and approaches that are difficult to be spotted around here, and it is not difficult for you to lead people to, as you said, a side window or door that might be less occupied by potential adversaries. Gonna do just that. Yul, when when we get inside, do you know where something may have gone wrong inside this home? No, unless it was that study. Uh, But I suppose we have to get there one way or another. From what you remember in your childhood, there was a secret door and a secret hall that led to a secret stair and down to a secret study that your father had. But it was small, quaint, certainly nothing worthy of a vast demon army coming through. But as Madame Winza did say, secrets were found, not by your father, but by your brother, and secrets change a man. I I can't imagine what could be down there, but I suppose if we're listening to that lady, then, well, we have to find out. I suppose I should ask now, if we find this brother of yours, can you kill him? He's not my brother by blood. And I would like nothing more than to see him dead. All the information I needed, thank you. Alrighty. I would like everyone to roll a stealth roll. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Radar's still on, just in case. Radar love. Not great. Nine. Fourteen. Right, we've got a nine, a fourteen. Four. Nineteen. I rolled a natural 20, but I am wearing heavy as hell armor, so I rolled again, and I'm down to eight. Okay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> My doc. I... Oh. Sorry, oh, sorry. Can you hear me? I said four. No, no, I, I heard you. I thought it was uh, someone else. Okay. All right. 
three successes, three failures. You did not fail. Um, there are a couple close calls, but again, the undead aren't the things you have to worry about. They seem oblivious to you. What is drawing your eyes and making you keep low are the vulture demons roosting on the roof of the estate. They seem content to hang out there. They're not hungering and diving off to hunt down stragglers or anything. They are watchful, moving their long necks and their fanged, beaked mouths around smelling, tasting the air, tasting the the devastation and relishing it. Perhaps it's this self-aggrandizing fulfillment that prevents them from noticing the small troop of adventurers creeping along the hedgerows and behind the fountain, through the garden, up the back stair to the kitchen a route that Yil and her youth took many, many times. And it is through the kitchen that you make your way into the estate, which is surprisingly intact where it is intact and utterly devastated where it is not. There is no in-between. There is a path that has come up through the east wing, through your father's study and the hallway and the secret stair and left a chasm of debris behind it, a yawning mouth that stretches down a throat at an angle through the masonry of Asgarth's bones, down somewhere deep, further than the sewers, further than the smugglers' tunnels, somewhere deep. And around the rim of it are the bodies of Asgarth's dead, slowly pitching themselves into it, dropping in one by one like candy in the mouth of a hungry ogre. And off they drop and splat and then slide down the gullet somewhere <laughs> deep beneath the city. Yeah. If they can speak. Can I, um, as we're approaching this uh, aside from the the shambling dead, is Saul seeing anything that looks more threatening in this general area here? Uh, the vulture demons would certainly be bad news if if you were to attract their attention again. You think ground level? Nothing ground level. It's just the dead slowly making their way in. It's unsettling. They will walk directly facing you and just not pay you any any heed. Whatever they are up to is more important than dealing with you. Hey, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Are they going in with flesh or they have their flesh removed like earlier? They're by and large going in with flesh. You would say maybe one in a hundred might be flayed, but it's hard to tell. Some of them are just mangled so badly that you, you assume they don't have any flesh left on them or skin, specifically <sighs> the skin that is missing. You'll see completely muscle and fat people walking, leaving bloody footprints. Those are the ones. Disgusting. John. God. I so this is possibly where the playing is happening? Uh, wherever it is, it's not here. 
because those things mm-hmm. are heading in this direction. It's happening somewhere else. Gotcha. I thought they were heading inside. So. Well, the zombies are heading inside, but the flaying gotcha. is not happening inside. It's happening somewhere gotcha. else. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's where we need to go. Perhaps we could mimic them to blend in. Yeah, I'm not jumping off of that. But do you know how to look like a corpse? Scarf also likes to uh, keep skin and uh, fluffy. Yes, that would be preferable. Well, now that we're here, I'm out of ideas. His study is... I throw a boom boom in hole. Um, I have possibly one option. Um, I can... Sorry, one second here. Uh, Why am I not seeing this all of a sudden? I apologize. It is basically I can cause like a spore cloud to kind of appear in a 30 foot mm-hmm. radius and it remains there for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, the cloud moves with me, though, so it would be like obscuring us. And I don't really know how that would affect everyone around us or around me. Um, well. You've like you've if everyone noticed... held on to me and I walked with us obscured with that. You've you've noticed these things don't, it. It. They don't like you've had them walk within like arms reach. I was more you. worried about the vultures up on the roof. That oh, the vultures on the roof can't see you. You're inside the house at this point. Okay. Oh, okay, we're okay. inside okay. already. Good. So we just need to get down. We're approaching still. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. Are they falling voluntarily, or is this like a pit that we could oh, yeah. we could walk down carefully if we you chose could, to? You I'm could get on one there? side of it and like carefully make your way down. It's not like a crazy vertical trench. Yeah. It's eternal damnation if you slide down there. Yeah. Well, we don't have to slide, we could just march. <laughs> it's a slide march, belly flop. I don't care. I'm not going down there. It's in, it's insane. Well, have you got okay. any other ideas? Uh, well, yes, we need can... to get the hell out of this town. It's forsaken. You can stay here. We go. And Scarf's going to start climbing down. Is the down. pit like difficult terrain? Is it like a big steep drop? Like, sorry, could you explain it a little bit better? It's it's dramatic effect. It is at an angle that is climbable. It, you will not take damage if you biff okay. a roll. I'm not going to have you roll. Perfect. Sorry, Scarf's okay, going. I just to make sure. So I'm going to hell. I'm going to go to hell on my own terms, not with the rest there. of you. Bryn's heading on in too. You would leave all, right. all of the all people that you preach to, all of the people that you're your customers. You gonna... say you want to protect the people and fight against evil. <laughs> yes, I would preferably fight to fight against evil on the material plane instead of hell where the odds are against us. Soul's gonna walk up next to, to Dillard, put his hand on his shoulder. What was it you told me just earlier, friend? 10% off. 10% off. <laughs> you mean the other side? I want to grab his collar and shove him forward. (laughs) (laughs) Athletics. I'm against athletics. Oh, you want to use acrobatics? I'm squirmy. Uh, In order to avoid getting shoved in? Tell me when I use acrobatics. Give me an athletics roll. 17. (laughs) Athletics for me or acrobatics? Yeah, because you're trying to push him. Okay. Uh, I'm not super strong, so we'll see. Um, as a point of order, I'll give you um, my inspiration if you nah, want. Nah, he resists. Before, before all of this, <laughs> as we were kind of wandering our way, and Bryn definitely took that one greater healing potion he had. Mm-hmm. Just kind of down that, just seeing the everything around, be like, oh, this is it. I I'm going to uh, squirm with my acrobatics, but I'm going to slip uh, on the blood. And no, no. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and I'm going to go sliding backwards to where I'm facing the rest of you. If this damn damn me I'm going to slide in. Uh, right. <laughs> Question is, do you slide more than 60 feet away from Soul Callus? I assume we're all kind of heading down, right? Or yeah. We're on our way down there. Yeah, you're just walking yeah, along. You keep and with us. Just keep pace with me, Soul. Just, just do like a way to slide down. Yeah. All right. uh, uh, what's his slide movement? Uh, unimportant at this point. Long story <laughs> short. <laughs> Long story short, don't we make our way, way my down, down deep into cavernous <laughs> ancient hallways below Azegarth. Whatever Alistair Layton found, it was big. It was a secret. It was a big uh-huh. secret. And big secrets <laughs> really change people. You go through causeways and over bridges that span parts of the sewers and this tunnel, uh, the smugglers tunnels and old sea caves and such deep into the heart of the, of the rock that Aesgarth is built upon. And the whole ways you go down, the, the waterways of the sewer make their way down and with them blood, blood red, Aesgarth's blood pours and pools and drips and winds its way down and the bodies of Azgar's people make their way down these corridors. You shamble with the dead in some places. They are so thick, shoulder to shoulder. But eventually, you come upon the smell of all that blood pooled in one spot. You see the ruddy light of some flickering eldritch magic bouncing off of the hallway ahead, and there are two great doors ajar, ancient, made of some material you're not familiar with. The dead funnel their way through, and inside you can hear a soul voice chanting, methodically, purposefully, his voice harsh from hours of repeating this harsh tongue, the tongue of abyssal. And I think we are ready to load the map. Map time? It's map Here time. Here we go. Do, 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 Did I understand time. what he's saying by chance? Because I know abyssal. You know abyssal? Uh, he is saying the 13 litanies in Orcus's name uh. that will summon forth the Lord of Blood. <laughs> oh. Great. Wow. Fantastic. The best. Soul uh, Is this your dad? Do you know Abyssal? Uh, actually, no, I mother. probably should, but I don't think <gasps> I do. That's dead. No, I, I picked it because I, I thought that's the what the voice was speaking to me in. I uh, slept on that subject. He killed himself. We can kill him. Okay. Soul Callus, uh, go ahead and uh, give me an Arcana roll. An Arcana. Oh, this map is so cool looking. Three. <laughs> Three. All righty. In the back of your mind, you're, you're thinking to yourself, this is something about this is familiar. I know I've read this. You're going to have to see more information to get some, some insight into this. All righty. So as you enter this chamber, a few of the zombies shamble their way forward. You can see on the ground at the edge of this pool, four fools, four wealthy members 
of Aesgarth's nobility and mercantile class who perhaps bought the words of a charlatan that some great reward followed them if they but sacrificed themselves at the edge of this pool, gave their blood and in return got something back. But only one of the five here has survived and that is that of Alistair Leighton, the artificer or the artifact seller who chants eyes focused on a swirling vortex of crimson energy that swims almost like sharks in this pool of blood. Stirring it up, the smell is overwhelming. It is awful in here. And upon you entering, it's almost as if you breached some sort of magical barrier. His eyes shoot up and burn like coals for a split second. And he tilts his head oddly and just smiles. More flesh, more blood. I welcome it. He will not have any more blood from this family. He looks to you. Little sister, you should not be here. Don't get to call me that. Then why don't you tell me to stop with your blades? What's your initiative, Eel? Plus four? Oh, what'd you roll? roll? Yeah, everybody roll initiative, please. Okay, so when I said peace be with us, uh, I wanted to fire off my last two charges so that the entire party uh, is at peace with me. Excellent. Everyone has a D4. Because it's not concentration. Brilliant. I love it. Uh, can you can you add the D4 to your initiative roll? No. Okay. No, not an initiative buff. All right. Sol Callus, what's your initiative? Uh, it should be, let's see, 23. Ooh. Quick on the draw, All baby. Right. Dillard Cobbler Pot. 11. Alrighty. Bryn the Broken. Seven. Scarf. Nine. Did I miss someone or? Yes. <laughs> it's a 14. country. Sorry. 14 for Mitch or my doc. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. So as you enter and Layton has this brief exchange with Yil, you don't see the family resemblance. She said, not by blood, he's human. She's a half playing. There's a story there, but perhaps for another time. Uh, Sol Callus, you step into the room. Seeing this room, something starts to jog in your memory. You'll figure it out eventually. I'm gonna allow you to give me a arcana check at the beginning of your turn to try to figure out what this atrocious ritual is, but more importantly, how the F to stop it. Okay. Uh, okay, let's see what happens here. That's an 11. Okay. I'm not very good with the Arcana. One second, loading. Okay. 
already. So looking at it, obviously a blood ritual, um, but that's all the information you get. Uh, your next roll will be at advantage. You can choose religion or arcana next turn. Um, if you share this information, someone else might be able to roll that and let you know something. What would you like to do on your turn? Um, so can I get some clarification? The red things, they're dead. Yes. Are they alive? Those are dead. Those are dead members of the upper crust of Aesgarth that have been okay. uh, brought here as part of the ritual. And you can see plunged into their into their hearts are the hilts of daggers. Um, they obviously did a ritual sacrifice. There's blood leak that has leaked from their body and grown uh, uh, dried up leading into the pool. Okay. It probably started this whole thing. Okay. And outside of Alice there, the only the other things in here is those shambling dead. Is that yep. what I'm saying? That's okay. what you're saying. Uh, well, I think Callus uh, perceives or uh, perceives Alistair as the prominent threat in the room since he was doing a ritual of some kind. So he's going to fire off some shots at Alistair from right where I'm standing. So, um, okay. I'm going to do a thing that I have that I haven't done yet. Uh, comes with my class. Fighting spirit uh, okay. lets me give myself advantage. Um and attack until the end of my turn. And I also get five temp HP. Nice. All right. So all these are going to be sharpshooter. Rolling. Um, that is uh, 24 minus five, 19 to hit. That will strike true against Alistair. Okay. Damage on that one. Pretty good. Uh, uh, 14 and then an extra 10, so 24 damage on that hit. Ooh, brutal. Second attack will be, let's see here, with advantage, not so great this time. Uh, 20 minus 5, 15 to hit. As the air, as the bolt streaks toward him, the first one catches him in the shoulder. He dodges at the last second to avoid it hitting his heart. It cuts across his shoulder. Your second one comes in. He's holding a like golden rod with a giant ruby on the end of it. Um, he holds that in front of himself, and it seems like he has some sort of eldritch armor about him that deflects the bolt off of him. Uh, okay. You caught him by surprise with your first attack, but he is not so. Uh, he is not. Um, not on I'm, his back foot this time. Since so I'm this. still under the effect of fighting spirit, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll do an action surge. Very nice. Let it eat. And so what? That's uh, two more attacks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be. Let's see. 18 to hit that time. 18 will hit. Okay, damage. Um, uh, let's see, eight plus 10, that's 18 damage on that hit. Oh, brutal. These are all sharpshooter. Mm hmm. Um, next attack <clears throat> is going to be uh, 19 to hit. 19 will also hit. Damage. 
Very good. That's another 24 damage on that hit. Jeez. <laughs> so out of this flurry of arrows, he manages to, to deftly defend one, but then two more just zip straight through the shield, uh, the, uh-huh. the armor that he basically has that is protecting him. And they just strike um, him in the abdomen and he he gasps as blood trickles out of his mouth and he, he sneezes out a blood bubble that's and, and as, gasps as he stumbles backwards. Yeah, so you just see like, you see why now that Saul is considered an expert hunter. He's just <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Uh, and then I'm going to use my movement then to kind of run forward over here and post up behind uh, this sort of torch pillar thing. Of, pillar of ha- blazing is that blood like magic a, energy. Is that like it's like 10 feet height? tall. It's like 10 oh, feet tall. Okay, so I'm in full cover right now? Yep. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick there. Okay. Alrighty, at the beginning of the round, or not the beginning, on initiative count 20, emerging up uh, out of the blood is a bubble of blood that pops and then another and another. Orcus farts. <laughs> oh, those prizes smell real bad. Four main demons manifest in the room and immediately start moving forward. Silent, but oh very gosh. deadly. 20, 20, 30. 40. They rush forward. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. These are the, the, the modern modern zombie shit where they run. Like, or, I can only get away from the 80s movies. I can't do this this modern <laughs> running zombie. I can't survive in that. Um, yeah, actually, I apologize. I did them out of order. They have their own initiative roles. Thanks. Oh, that's so much, so much better. All right. This main moves here. All right, Yil, you are up. Yeah. Um. So is this like a shallow, like, blood pit or very you deep? You have no idea how deep it okay. is. It's completely opaque blood. You hope not. Three guys, so. Right. Is this like like a, something that could be jumped easily? Because it seems like it's less than five feet. This like. Uh, yes. However, these platforms. Sorry, I did a bad job explaining it because the the map is so intricate. So these are stairs that go up from the the level of the blood. Yeah. And then this is a platform, and then these stairs go up even higher. So this oh, is a good gotcha. twenty feet up, sort of Shoot. over. Yeah. Okay. And are those like and stepping stones 20. in the center of the blood there? They are stepping stones. Okay. Okay, so we don't have to swim through the blood. Okay, okay. Okay, and are these guys kind of just like standing there in in that? Yeah, they're, they've, they they've, above? they're waiting okay. in it, maybe. Yeah. They've cool. sort of manifested here. Okay, so that is going to be 20. That is 30. Okay, avoiding all the baddies in the way, except for mm-hmm. this one. Um, I'm going to get up actually right on top of this dead guy here and well this guy he's in my way I have one target I'm gonna swing at him the same green flame looking at the blade with a 24 to hit oh yes 
That will be uh, with sneak attack. Well, actually, no, not with sneak attack. Let's roll green flame blade. Where is that? Green flame. Roll. That is nine damage. Nine. Nine Three. will smite him. Okay. Uh, Stab into him. Green flame consumes him from the inside, and he he stumbles forward. Yeah. Uh, I bonus action dashed. So I guess I'll just. She'll realize she can't get all the way across and not wanting to block the path for her comrades. She <clears throat> has her swords up and is just glaring at Alistair. Okay. So. Out of turn order, Alistair is going to react. As you approach. Second. Everything's taking so long to load. Animated maps. Okay. Yeah, he points his ruby-headed rod at you, um, and it fades dark, ruddy, and a whip of blood magic ripples out of it and streaks at you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, all right. <clears throat> uh, I would like to, as soon as he points that at me, I want to use silvery barbs with my reaction and and kind of hiss at him like, is that what you did to them? And uh, and try to make him stop, cease. The uh, silvery barbs allow you to cease somebody's action? Oh, I guess it's, is it an Roll ability? Yeah, it's a disadvantage. It's not an attack roll. He's making you take a save. Oh, uh, okay. You could use it to re-roll the save, I believe, because it allows you to do advantage yep. on a roll. That's only if I'm able to actually do the thing. Oh, if you, yeah. So, yeah. You okay. can't, I don't well, think in that case. Myself. Sorry, then what did you need from me? Uh, dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Okay. Awesome hissing is still a free action. <laughs> Uh, quick question. Oh, that's for a 13. DM. Sorry, what was the save? 13. 13, okay. And then what was the question for the DM? Uh, Alistair is... Am I in range of that? Never mind, I don't think I'm in range. Uh, never mind, carry on. Did you okay. get your blast in there? Your D4? Do we do we still have that? Yes, everyone has it right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, right, right, right. you all before oh, you enter the room. One D4. Hey, me too. Uh, oh, then that's all of us. Everybody. Scarface Blast! Sorry, what Starf was the roll? Scarface is going to heaven. 17? Yeah. Oh, Unfortunately, 17 heaven. is not enough to resist <laughs> okay. Alistair's oh! magic. Oh! No! You are struck by a bolt of necrotic energy. Could, could defensive duelist, is this AC or just nope. a saving throw? It's a dex okay. save. That. Uh, you are going to take 15 necrotic damage. And I'll uncanny dodge that. 
Uh, I believe you can only uncanny dodge attacks against you, not saving throws. No! No! I will finish you, but fuck your brother! Hey, hey try everything, okay? Yeah, try everything. <laughs> All right. Perfectly fine. It's perfectly acceptable. Okay, so... Um, when that hits, the blood, like smashes into you, you are racked with agony and then it retracts and it you feel the blood in your body being pulled out of pores, your mm. eyes, nose, Ooh. ears, and it, and it sups back in and, and, and he sort of whips it back in and then <sighs> drinks it. Ew. Ew. Break it up. Uh, ew. She's like curled in on herself like. <laughs> As he it does so, his eyes. His eyes, which had briefly glowed like coal-like, they fill red with blood, and the pupils just vanish. His eyes are now situated with blood. Um, <sighs> that whip of blood, by the way, is still like leeching off of you. He has oh. created a tether to you, and he slowly descends down the stairs to the edge of the blood and just laughs. <laughs> Actually, no, he can't do that. It's not his turn. This is off <laughs> Blood down here. No. All right. My talk. All right. Um, well, I am going to use a bonus action to cast Shillelagh. And then I'm going to use my action to uh, use a wild shape charge and form a symbiotic entity with the spores around me. Um, okay. Essentially, I start, can you know, whispering into my staff and speaking to the spores, you know, summoning them forth and um, basically kind of double stacking with the symbiotic entity and the shillelagh. So I uh, have an additional 24 temp HP. Um, I get double damage dice on Halo spores and deal 1d6 extra product, uh, necrotic damage when I hit with a melee weapon for the next okay. 10 minutes. Oh God, he's cool. talking to the stick again. And then I am going to, uh, sorry, I measured this before. Yeah, that's, you said those were full cover, these pillars? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna move up to there. Even for seven foot slime guy. Oh God, you're seven foot of slime? Yep. Oh, fuck. Like, the blob, man. Um, okay. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> Plasmids are pretty cool. Um, okay, oh, and that will... Uh, I haven't run into a seven-foot spore daddy plasmid yet, though. This is... <laughs> I, I wanted to name myself Sporbius, but... <laughs> but it's you settled for my mitochondria. <laughs> yes. That's my fallback. Um, anyway, so... Anyway, I, that, with that, I, because I have no other actions or bonus actions, I'm going to end my turn. Okay. Buffing up. Buffing up. Dillard. I am going to head right over here. <laughs> Crossbow daddy. I want to make sure. Okay, I need to go like I'm going to creep over here for a step and then I'm going to come back. Godfather, cleanse this 
awful place of stench and demon and bullshit. Protect us for God's sakes. Bring the light with us so we can walk out of this chamber and once again eat Sunday chicken after church, please. And I will cast Beacon of Hope because warding bond for some reason is not concentration. And I really thought it was. So this is going to be my concentration spell. Everyone will be able to receive full healing as long as I can hold concentration on this spell. So you get max dice. And you also get advantage on your wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. So you mean if we roll for healing, we get max dice? We, yeah. yeah, we don't even roll it. You'll just get max dice. You'll just get it. Okay, so any yep. healing, is that like any healing any, spells that get cast? Any healing. Like all healing that right now is the best ever. Yes, all healing is maxed as long as I'm I can hold concentration. I need to buy me a couple of those pots after this, I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is consuming a potion a bonus action or an action? It is an action. And then I will simply go this way and that will be the end of my turn. More, right. more, more arrows, more arrows. <laughs> all right. One of the mains is going to swim up out of the pool next to Yill and flail ratty little limbs at you. What's your armor class currently? 17. I am going to hit you. Is there anything you can do about that? Yes, I will cast my reaction earlier. Oh, with the peace bond and I will teleport and I'll take the hit. Okay. AC is going to be 20. Does that still hit you? I'm 19. Still hits. What's that? Still hits. I'm 19. No, no. uh, Yill. Does that hit him now instead? Yeah, he used his thing to teleport next to you and absorb the hit instead. Right. So you're going to take five damage, Dillard, and I need a concentration save or a concentration check. All right, coming in with advantage. Twelve. You are fine. <laughs> what type of creatures did you say these were again? These are mains, the same things that you ran into on the first. They're the, the lowest demons of, of the abyss. Um, another one shambles through the water next to Yill and is going to claw at her legs. It is going to attempt to grapple you. Ooh. Right. I need a acrobatics or athletics check your choice to avoid the grapple. I'm do acrobatics. You need to beat a that 12. A 20. Not now. Okay. You nimbly dodge the attempt to grab you. Scarf. Oh, scarf, scarf, scarf. Okay, I'm gonna run. Run up here, and then I'm gonna start rummaging in my bag, and I pull out a little metal contraption, and I just like plop it down on the ground in front of me, and mm-hmm. and the cannon starts to come to life, and the little cannon it kind of walks like those little feet on like the teeth toys that yes. and it starts walking forward, and I'll need a token for that. 
uh, Max. Are you sending him a bomb? Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it is Mario Day. Somebody this set up the fitting. bomb. So I use my yes. action to place him, and then bonus action, he's going to walk 5, 10, 15, and the little, okay. like, chomper teeth go like this, and they open up, and it looks like a kid with crayons drew, like, a little dragon face on the chomper teeth, <laughs> and they open up, and he's going to breathe fire in a 15-foot cone and try to hit as many of those guys as he can. Yeah. Very nice. You can hit three out of the four, the three closest ones. Perfect. Okay. And then you make a deck saving throw. Go ahead uh, and roll your damage. Let me know what it is. Okay. Twelve damage. Okay, and what's your save, DC? Fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. All right, so one of them, the the nearest one actually manages to save. The flames just sort of ripple past it to the other ones um, as you do a blanket. Um, it seems like these creatures are somewhat resistant to your fire, however. Mm. Uh, but you said 15 damage? Uh, 12. 12 damage, okay, so... And if they're flammable, they get lit on fire? Oh. <laughs> Uh, or that corpse, actually, because they're moving. But that corpse could get lit in fire, for sure. Oops. Got to hit enter. Okay, yeah. Blanket fire across them. They, they crisp and burn like uh, marshmallows held too close to the fire. Uh, they do not smell nearly as sweet, however. <laughs> Okay, that's Anything else? Nah, it's okay. my turn. Bryn the Broken. Okay, uh, he is going to start marching uh, for the maximum of his 30 feet uh, to about, just wanna make sure I'm measuring this out correctly. Yeah, I'm gonna end up right here. Mm -hmm. And he is going to channel divinity uh, specifically uh, You'll see as his eyes start to glow, this ruddy sort of brownish light comes from his eyes and just the self-hatred and despair uh, starts to build as he uses dreadful aspect. <sighs> Which means that all uh, creatures that I choose within 30 feet uh, have to make a wisdom saving throw DC 13 or be frightened. It nice. should be eh, all of these critters except the one that's almost immediately yeah. next to the uh Yeah, except for the furthest one. Okay, wisdom saving throws. What's the DC? 13. Okay. And what happens when they fail? Uh, they are frightened uh, for a minute. Okay. Uh, what's a good fear marker? Yeah, I'll do this face. Oh, that's unconscious. That's stunned. Great. Dude, I know <laughs> it doesn't. Boundaries markers are horrible. They're the, the, uh, they're the opposite yeah. of what you need. <laughs> I have yet. I have yet to see. Oh, there we go. Okay. Thank you, Max. All right. You always have to go through three before you're like, uh, yep. why aren't these intuitive? <laughs> okay. So the two closest to you on the right side failed. Uh, failed. 
failed. Oh, let's go. Oh. Say, I, I was thinking maybe these, these friends might not be too wise. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. So most of them failed. Just the just about the furthest ones from you succeeded. So um although i'm seeing some of them didn't get their mark oh yeah they did okay they're just disguised by bodies cool <laughs> all right so your dreadful form washes over them and they like now the zombies have paid attention to you they've turned and they're like their mouths hanging agape already they start to turn to move away from you um anything else uh that's all i can do uh and he's just got his eyes on on the friend up top gotcha yeah, he seems fully fixated, although it's hard to tell exactly where he's looking. He seems fixated on Yill uh, and is just cackling as the blood is, is slowly draining back into him. And it's sort of splitting off from the wand into his hand and then into his mouth as he sups it up. Um, all right, we've got this main. This main is going to move away from the fire. It is also going to attempt to grapple Yill. You need a acrobatics or athletics, your choice. You got it. But it's a 13. You succeed barely. Oh, wait. You had to get an 11. Okay, you succeed aptly and nimbly dodge its arms as well. I meant I I need to roll the (laughs) D. All righty. And Alistair gets his actual turn now. Uh, Cackling, he looks down at Yill and says, none of you even questioned why your father and mother brought me into your home. Why was that, do you think? The The kindness of their hearts? Yes, they they were well off. They wealth than half of Aesgarth. No. They were deceived, foolish girl. As were you. There was never any love behind our eyes for each other. Merely a plan. And with that, he is going to... point his hand at... his fingers splay out, and he is going to cast uh, ebony black bolts that are going to Aim for Soul, who is behind cover, so he can't see you. Hmm. Maybe he will wait on that. Pissed him off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he is going now. Sharp shooter pisses going every DM to... Sorry, ruby red bolts of fire are going to streak out. Um, He is going to put one into Scarf. Actually, I can resolve these as I go. He just starts pointing and bolts of fire are just raining down on you all. Scarf, critical hit. Oh, a shield. I don't think that'll help. Are no we, effect. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we, are we are bonded between everybody, right? I don't know what exactly you're asking, but uh, for that protective bond, uh, 
the Britain could use his reaction to uh, take that hit instead and teleport over. That's how it works. I'm assuming. Uh, is that voting, uh, is, okay. I don't have the the ruling in front of me, so sure, I, let's do it. I, I'm sure Cobblepot could. Uh, I think he's having a technical moment. Yep. Technical difficulties uh, moment. So. Right. We'll do it. I'll throw a bolt into you later if it didn't work. Uh, you are going to take, <laughs> uh, you're going to take 13 fire damage from the critical hit. Okay. Second attack. Aimed at Scarf again. Uh, what is your armor class? Now can I shield? You can if you want. Just let me know what your armor shield class is. is I don't know 50. if it hit yet. My armor class is 15. That will hit you. Is there anything you can do about it? A shield. Okay, that puts you up to 20. Unfortunately, I rolled an 11 on the die. He has a plus 10. Oh, no. Use that spell before. <laughs> That's my first time. You're going to take five points of fire damage. Okay. Bolt hey, shield's three. always good to use. Bolt number three. He sees that your shield spell has gone up and goes, mm, okay, not worth targeting you anymore. He's going to target Dillard. Uh, I believe Dillard's AC is 19. Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to hit your armor class. Is there anything you can do about it? No, already used my reaction. Okay. I hit AC 28. You're going to take 11 fire damage. I need a concentration ah, check. Burns Ooh, well, on that one, I haven't used my reaction yet because oh, okay. it hit for me. So for that one, I would like to cast Silvery Barbs and make him reroll. Oh, okay. Let's go. <laughs> AC 17, you are not hit. Here we go. Let's and go! the advantage, so I can give it an advantage to a creature for its next attack roll ability check or saving throw. I'm going to give that to Mr. Copperpot for helping a homie out. Okay, he's going to plant another. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. He's going to plant another bolt into Dillard. Uh, AC, 20, AC 27. That yes! That'll be six fire damage. Ow, my ass! <laughs> and he's got one bolt left, I believe. So that's right, going concentration to go. check on. Uh oh. Speaking of hope. Do you want an inspiration? I'll give you mine. Uh, no, I got advantage, so. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I'll take that inspiration. Oh, I'll take the inspiration. Uh, I, I would love the inspiration. Can I give it to him, DM? Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. Okay. Scarf just yells, No, Pothead! <laughs> and you're inspired. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm going to add my 1D, my 1D4, my bless on here, my, my piece, mm-hmm. onto my six that I rolled. <laughs> Come on. Come on, D4. Oh God, it just keeps adding. Uh, No, no, I don't need 12 D4s. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Why not? It just won't stop adding them. Okay, just I don't need a mass. I don't need a max level magic (laughs) missile spell. (laughs) Okay, so I'm at at 10. Uh, How much damage do you do? Uh, He did six damage with that attack. So okay, shoot, cool. So I can pocket. I'll, I'll pay. <laughs> ah, I got, I'm going to pocket that inspiration. <laughs> he, he fires the last bolt into you. Oh, God. Natural one. Father blessing. All righty. You have withstood his scorching rays. Uh, now the zombies are going to shamble <laughs> forward. 
Uh, horrible. How much? Uh, how much can I use a reaction, take? please? Sorry, what was the first question? Uh, how ahead, much did I take on the second bolt? The second bolt missed you entirely. I I I, I got hit by one, didn't I? Yeah, it was six damage. Okay, six damage. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. And then opportunity attack. When this one moves here, I want to opportunity attack it. Okay. Uh, one second. Let me get that roll. I'm trying to figure out how to do this because it's got to be rolled twice. Oh, let me roll. Look at this product. kill zone. Oh God. One more <laughs> it's time. So bad. Why isn't it rolling twice? So apologize. Do some of them there have fear? Fear on them? Is that right? Oh yes, yeah. you are correct. So, I missed the icon. Most of our yeah. Shouldn't they be moving away? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just did nine damage to this guy right here. Uh, okay. I guess DC yeah. sixteen against my constitution. These guys move away. Uh, that guy moved forward. And this guy runs away from the source. And I think everybody has used their reactions in this lineup. So nobody yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I can't swing. Uh, reaction uh, surge. No, which no, it's, it's not real. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Soul Callus. Yes. You're up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to activate another fighting spirit since I have three of these. Uh, so I get advantage again on my shots. I'm going to peek around. Can I can I peek around this pillar without cost of movement or do I need to move? Uh, you need to spend five feet to move out and back. That's basically. fine. I'll... Don't forget your, your whatever. My whatever. Your I don't know. There's a thing you always forget. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it... <laughs> Don't Sharp, forget it. Just a, just a blanket sharpshooter okay. across everything yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yes, thank you for reminding me for the D4. I didn't do that last time. So here we go. First shot. Uh, that's... Um, what is that? That's high, a high number. 28 minus 5. 23. That will definitely hit Alistair. Uh, and yes, I'm shooting at that guy. When I hear yeah. the crossbow go off, it's just a. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's let's see how much damage. Um, that'll be eighteen damage on that. Ow! Concentration check from Alistair in order. He is good. Okay. He's maintaining his blood tether to his Soul's sister. In the zone. Oh. Yeah. The soul's in the zone. Perhaps soon to be. Uh, next attack. Uh, that's going to be the same exact to hit, so 23. Excellent. All right. Rolling good, friends. Damage on that is 7 plus 4. That's 11 plus 10. 21 damage on that shot. All righty. <laughs> Love it. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, with the remainder of my movement, scooch on over here behind this pillar and kind of situate myself behind what it. it. What does it look like when your second crossbow bolt extinguishes Alistair's life? Hey. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> uh, just 
just get one sniper and give him the time to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Soul peeks out and he's concentrating down the sides of his crossbow. And for him, time seems to slow down. He sees his teammates got things handled over the side and he's just got Alistair locked. Alicia's the first bolt, hits the dude right in the heart. Immediately, the second bolt is fired. And it's just, I think as Alistair goes to cast a spell or some sort of incantation, as soon as he opens his mouth, second shot just through the mouth. Okay. Yeah, hitting the heart, uh, the blood stops going into his mouth and starts to transfer to that wound. Uh, he laughs uproariously. <laughs> and then right, right through and, and sort of stumbles a little bit, drops to his knees, and then falls face first into the pool of blood. Splish. However, and he just says to himself, I don't get the feeling he wanted to die. Just says to himself, another one disappears. <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me an arcana check also. I forgot to have you do that at the beginning. Of the oh, round. yeah. Do I need to make two of those or something? Since uh, arcana time? or religion, you have advantage on, on either of them. Okay. Do I add the d4 to this? Yes. I'd... Ability checks. Um. Um, Arcana or what was the other one? Sorry, religion. Religion. Yeah. Uh, they're both the same. So, uh, fourteen. Okay. Oh no 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 no! My bad. Sorry sorry sorry. I grabbed the wrong dice. That was not a D four. It's just not that. Is is just like seven. <laughs> <laughs> What's the yeah, total? Yeah, it's seven. Seven. Okay. Uh. Yeah, you're not sure uh, how this ritual works uh, until this next event happens, which is you notice that the blood tether, the spell that he cast on Gil, uh, has not abated despite the fact that he has been struck low by you. Um, there is a tether of blood emanating out of Yil back toward Alistair's body that is, is face down in the blood here. Um, Did he just drop when he died? It did not, for some reason. Uh, you suspect that the key to ending this portal involves blood, certainly, but not in this way, shape, or form. Not the spilling of Alistair's blood. Oh, fuck. So he's just kind of floating at dead the top on top of the round. Right? Yeah, he's floating, like, half submerged in there. At the beginning okay. of, the, of Initiative 20, however... erupting out of the blood. Oh, boy. Is it Orcus? Oh, no. It can be. We took care of that, it remember? Is a large hulking form. Did we? Oh, a son of a... larger demon claws its way up and just <sighs> roars. Dripping <sighs> with blood. Its hair, normally orange, is just matted, blood red. Um... This portal is not closing anytime soon, it seems. With the, even the slaying of Alistair has not ended. Can I ask? Okay. Since In Billy. Uh, let me see something real quick. So funny. Yeah, never mind. I'll do it later. Okay. Uh, this main over here that I believe is frightened. No, he is not frightened. Oh, the, did the fear marker accidentally? Yeah, the fear marker accidentally went on the cultist. That's why I was like, that's weird. 
Oh no, he's dead. This man John, is we're not kindred spirits here. because anytime there's ever been a Garistro, a Billy Billy shows yeah, up. Billy Barger. Yep. <laughs> Billy Barger shows up. <laughs> man comes charging up out of the blood. Uh, and is going to try to grapple you. Oh shit. Uh I rolled a one. Don't even have to roll. He can't possibly. Oh, let's go! So he, he comes clamoring out of the blood and, and goes to grab you, but just doesn't arrest his movement and skids on all the blood and slides over here and eats shit into the into the side of the stairwell. Gotta towel off the blood first. Classic. Yep. <laughs> Uh, it gets the hose again. Yill, you are up. Yeah. Um, seeing this tether is still attached to her. She, she's like her. She's breathing fast. She's she's panicked, a little crazy eyed. Uh, gonna bonus action disengage, and basically she's she's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. She's going to run right past this dude, skipping along these steps if she's able. Uh to end up behind Alistair. And I'd like to use my action to wrest the staff from his unmoving fingers and try to sure. smash the gem okay. that's on it. Uh, you reach down, you grab the the rod and start to pull it free. I need you to make me an athletics check to do so. Oh, my athletics sucks. Prage and then roll 1d4. 12. 12 does it. There is an inhuman <gasps> strength left in Alistair's body, but you still manage to Ooh. wrench it free from his fingers before nice. it fully manages to grasp around it. And then you're going to smash it on the, the thing? Just smash it on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you smash it on the stairs behind you. Blood red ruby goes flying everywhere. Um, the spell abates. Your, your blood yes. is no longer being drained from you. Woo! Is there anything else awesome. you would like to do? No, no movement, no action, nothing. <sighs> okay. That was a good turn. Good turn. Good play. As you as you do that, uh, you hear Alistair laughing. <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> His body starts to shift and crack. His back swells as his clothing rips and a muscular form starts to emerge out of him, almost like Mr. Hyde erupting from Dr. Jekyll. Um, His spinal column rips through his own flesh and, and ripping out of the back of his neck is a colossal canid head tipped with a pair of long antlers. Um, freaking what? His shoulder, as as he lifts himself up on his arms, his arm, the the bones in his arms split down and then separate into two pairs of arms and a new pair of shoulders erupts from his, from his back. The fingers curl in to a pair of massive pinchers. And it lifts itself up on this as its legs start to undulate and twist into clawed feet. Alistair is subsumed, absorbed even, into this new hideous demonic form. 
his face embedded in the chest. Oh, that's awesome. Of another creature, or perhaps this creature is a part of him. It is uncertain. What is certain is that his arms and his face are free to cast their magic while this new demonic form is free to wreck wholesale ass. Cool. Can I fight this thing in Dark Souls at some point? <laughs> it immediately turns around to you, uh, to you, Yil, and just reaches with a pincher right for your neck. And I am going to hit. I don't know if there's anything you can do to avoid this. Is it an attack? It is an attack roll. Well, I can scream at it and make it re-roll. <laughs> Again. I'm worth it. That sounds like a plan. Uh, it is going to hit. Let's see. What's your AC? So dude. That is exactly what I hit. You are going to get hit. Let's see. Where's the damage on this? All right. Pincher closes around you. You are going to take 20 points of bludgeoning damage as it grabs you and starts crushing. Um, you are grappled. Um, <laughs> it then, it then marches through the blood, carrying you with it in the direction of Soul Callus. Uh, does he know I'm there? He, he he looks in your direction. You hear in your mind, Soul Callus. Now we know. Brave of you to bring me absolution. Uh, as he does so, he then Alistair's head, which is like, it's got an arrow, like crossbow bolt in it, turns in the direction of Dillard and looses yet another spell. Son of a bitch. Oh no. Also, I, I give Is he I like cordyceps, uh, like taking over now and the dude's controlling his dead body? <clears throat> uh,. He was a demon host. He had prepared his body to be uh, yeah. a summoning place for some other demon on his death. Uh, Dillard, uh, I need you to give me a constitution save. Right. You say, I, As, you save with from, advantage coming in. Yeah, Alistair's hands uh, reach out in your direction and you see bolts of lightning reach out like big hands to grab you. Right, I'm gonna use that inspiration. What was your uh, what was your inspo that you gave me? Oh, you just you can use it for advantage. Or do you mean what do I, what do I do role play wise like to inspire a, you? I, just oh, I thought it was an inspir- I, I thought know. it was like a uh, bardic inspiration. No, it's not. It's not. I was just uh, I had an extra one that I was gonna let you use if you needed it. You can oh, use it. No, if you didn't no. Use so it before. I, re- I already have uh shit. Then pocket it because I already have advantage on okay. uh, on uh. Con saves, but I rolled. Uh, I rolled a six. Okay. I rolled six. It was my six. high, so I fail. Oh, All right, no. lightning lances into your body, racking you. 
for a total of 14 lightning damage. Oof. And then Oof, yeah. Alistair pulls his hands back and you are drawn into melee range <gasps> as the lightning lure pulls you in. All right, I'll do my concentration save on Beacon of Hope. Oh, come on. Bat 20! Let's go! There it is. All right. So, as you get for you, John, on uh, a nat 20 on Beacon Beacon of Hope, do I automatically save the next time I'm hit for concentration in your games, or is it just this? Not normally, but that's a pretty cool rule. What do you guys think? I say we allow it because his yeah. God is shining on him today. He's preached the <laughs> yeah. good word. Yeah, I, I say we all the monies. I say we allow it so we don't accidentally erase a city from from Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, just as uh, once, you know. <laughs> so as you get drawn in, the other uh, giant pincher claw comes down on you. Ah! That is going to be a 18 to hit. Does not hit. Nice. The copper pot on your head. It reaches down to crush your head and the copper pot groans a little bit as it absorbs the crushing impact. Babies, but it does not break. Oh my God. (laughs) Amazing. Hey, when you're taking plate disadvantage because the pot on your head, baby, come on. This is where... (laughs) All right. My talk. My sponsored by... Okay. um, So these two little... We got a gnome and a halfling over here that have been gotten the shit beat out of them right now. You guys aren't looking too good from my perspective. I'm beyond bloody. I am... The life is draining from me rapidly. (laughs) You had to describe your life in a health percentage. In a health percentage, I am a a, a gnome's glass way less than half full. Oh, God. Okay. Well, okay. I'll do what I can 13 and 33. It's bad news, bears. So... I'm gonna just kind of move over here. I'm actively adding to the blood pile. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and I am going to use a bonus action. Um, I I whisper a prayer into the air and um, I summon a spirit, a healing spirit, which, um, sorry, we're gonna, Cast that with a third level spell slot. Oh. Okay. And because I was blessed, I get max healing, right? So it's 2d6, so it's 12 on him. Give me the Golgari. Isn't that what you said earlier? Is the healing would be. Yeah, all he- Yes, all healing still max. max. Okay. So it's in that spot, the healing entity, and I use my bonus action for that. Um, one second. Which here. spot? I, gonna... I, don't, I don't see. It's on top of cobble, cobble pot. The oh, I put gotcha. a square there. Okay. So, but um, so sorry. I, I had another another thought planned. Yeah, I saw you guys getting hit, and I felt bad. Um, okay, so I'm gonna use five charges of my staff of withered spores. Okay. Um, and I'm going to summon a spore plague. Oh, one second. That does not sound good. <laughs> No, we're just about to make this thing the gathering of the juggalos. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to roll that and I'll put up the template in just one second here. That's not it. Sorry. 
Um, pretty sure that's the right one. One second here. I'm eating the mushrooms. I'm sucking on the spores. 20 foot radius. Okay, 20 foot radius right there. And actually, sorry. I just want to get it really close, but not... Yeah, right there. So I'm going to hit both of these guys with that spore plague. They got to do a con save against me. Um, DC 16. Okay. And we'll do if... Billy Barlgura first. Fucking Billy. Okay. I'm terrified of Billy. Billy hits so hard. They both fail. So they do 40, 10 oh, piercing damn. damage on both of yes. them. Oh, nice. Oh, my God. Let's so, go. Good, good, It looks good. like 17 so is what I got on the damage rolls. So Very nice. Um, and then it says here, uh, creature must also make a, a saving throw when it enters the spell area for the first time or ends its turn there. And this is also okay. difficult terrain. Um, so they basically they're in a cloud of flesh eating spores that is chewing away at them at the every moment they're yep. in that cloud. Wow. Excellent. It's nasty. Very cool. Okay. And that will All be right. the end of my turn. All right, Dillard, you are currently grappled. Now, this grapple, is it a physical or a spell grapple? It is a physical grapple. He lightning lured you over and then grabbed on. Oh, wait, no, you are not grappled. I apologize. He missed because your copper pot blocks yes. the hit. Okay. I'm grappled. <laughs> yes. Heal is grappled. Okay, so start of my turn. I'm inside the uh, mm, yes, 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 mushroom power. Uh, what What is your what's your mushroom power max? Uh, it does two you'll get uh sorry it's one oh it's 2d6 for the healing for you i apologize so that's 2D6 you six plus yours no, just, oh no 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 you just get 2d6 that's all it is sorry where what are you asking me i apologize does it add your spell a spell modifier with it i can't remember or not no it doesn't it just okay does, so just 2d6 so i get 12 to get 12 points that's of healing cool. back all right and then every round you start your turn yeah. in that you get another 12. Mm -hmm. I am not going to start my turn here. <laughs> I am going to use my action. <laughs> need to run. Run like the wind. I can't. I can move it around. You can. I believe in you. But I'm going to cast my divine intervention. Or not divine intervention. I'm sorry. I'm going to cast my channel divinity. Mm -hmm. And I am going to use balm of peace i can move up to my speed without provoking attacks of opportunity and i can high five everyone for <laughs> 16 <laughs> points of healing Woo! since i have a uh, beacon of hope up so i'm gonna high five you yell go you high five her face because she's grappled she can't move her arms she's like yeah he does the creature it. like on your head like he's like oh you're healed. Healed. i'm so high fiving for 16. Who, uh, in my perception, are, are we the only two whipping boys? Yeah. <laughs> For now. <laughs> oh my God. Friends take it but a little hey, bit. But we needed it, okay? We yeah. needed it. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I'll still take a high five. Yeah. <laughs> so, you have me uh, again. <laughs> uh, oh, God, where am I going to run? Anywhere. Get my uh, over here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Let's see here. I, I need to, I need to go. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. That's where I can get. Cause I got twenty-five feet of movement. Yep. And let's see here. I will then, since that one is just a action, but not necessarily a spell, then I'll do a. I'll do my bonus action spiritual weapon. Cobbler Pot Model A, don't let me down. And I will summon my uh, my spiritual weapon on a second level. Where are you putting that bad boy? Let's see here. Uh, I'm getting that thing up, and I, I, I me and you are ride or die on this. I'm going, I'm going up in his face. Gobbler right. pots, get, it's going down. All right, here we go. Plus eight to hit. Let's see what we get, baby. Seventeen plus our one d four. Oh, let's go another four, baby. Twenty one. You smash through the the Glabrazoo's defenses. And strike true. Give me a damage roll. 10 points of force damage. Nice. An interesting thing that you note, by the way. Um, no, never mind. I apologize. Oh, you dirty Not tease. You, you dirty Not tease. Yes. Oh, that'll I, be the end of my right. turn. Alrighty. Forgot to mention the things in the cloud, their vision's obscured. So if they do cast, mm -hmm. it's like with disadvantage, I yeah. guess, or anyway. Sorry. Well, also anything anything shooting at more than five feet in won't be able to see them. They're currently at the edge, so they're okay. Um, yeah, uh, what, I, what I was gonna say is, uh, can you give me a religion roll on your turn? Ooh. Dillard. Yeah. Oh, yes, please. He is a better choice for that. I would hope. I rolled two. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, totally... I give money. I don't know what they say when I'm there. I sell pots. Uh huh. That's kind of up, actually. <laughs> Billy Barlgura uh, starts his turn here. Um, is that. It does not if you end your turn there, right? Or enter it on your uh, turn. Oh, I'm so scared check. of that. Creature must also, when it enter, when it, uh, for the first time or when it ends its turn there. So, okay. So the or. damage you did would have hit them now, effectively, is what happens. So it is going to. Oh, no, it hits them the first up. time. It, when it appears, it does damage. And when their turn starts, it does more. Oh. Or ends their turn. Sorry. So the first time it did 17 each, and then when they end their turn there, okay. or enter the gotcha. area, it's additional. Gotcha. Okay. So they're leaving the area. Uh, so Billy Barlgura comes uh, stampeding out, almost side, like, galloping like a giant gorilla to get out of all this, the, the spores that are devouring its flesh. Um, and it sort of glances around uh, for something to smash. 
and decides that the tiny, adorable dragon robot is worthy of that honor. Oh no! Uh, it comes. Oh, it's about to get stomps smashed. out. Yeah, leaps in the air and comes to bring its arms down. You know, that's a that's um, a good use of that robot. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Because that could have been that could have been me. I'm I, I'm pretty sure the Billy Ball can one shot all of us. So. So, in classic rookie mistake. Uh, it also slips when it lands. Oh my god! And falls prone and <laughs> shakes its head. Um, Dude, that thing's in that one twice. In that one, it's all that blood, yeah. man. And without a lot of blood, no yeah. running around the pool. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, he scrambles up to his feet and then just starts like throwing more punches and bites at this thing. Uh, what's the AC of your little adorable robot? Uh, I think it's eighteen. Let me double check. Wow. Holy moly. Better AC than I am. Construct. They're like yeah, you're, you're, you're metal. You an armor? I'm, I'm an artificer with a, a gunner. Artillerist. Sorry, that's the term. Artillerist? Wow, it's still got yeah, 18. Yeah, it's 18. It's 18. Okay. Oh. Pretty much yeah, it, it biffs it, clamors to its feet, smacks it around a little bit, and then, it, you know, when fists don't work, it just puts it in its mouth. It does five damage as it just chews on this thing. Okay, but he has to roll for tetanus. All right, that's Billy Barlgura. Is it in his mouth? But alive? Or is it no, dead? He's biting on it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, it did five damage. All right, so uh, this little mane is going to run away from the Barlgura because it's afraid of that. Um, and hey, there's a Dillard Cobbler Pot. It's going to go running for you. <laughs> My ass. <laughs> uh, I got a critical hit. So holy. <laughs> I got a critical hit against the holy man. Is there anything anybody no! can do about that? I stole my reaction. Sorry. There's that inspiration around, but no, that's it. All right. He is going to levy a mighty 11 points of slashing damage as he sort of leaps up on you and just rakes into you over and over again. All right. Now I have to make another con save. Mm-hmm. Warcaster, don't let me down. Let's go, 16. You are good. Uh, how many points of damage? Still active? You said six. Sorry? You said six points of damage? 11. Oh, 11. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Still hey, still active. We're doing good. Yep. Speaking of hope, still uh, up. This, this one comes running poor Dillard, and then at the last minute sees Soul Callus. And it mouths your name at you, but it can't actually speak. And it just strikes out at you. It's going to be AC 19. That way. And remember, you have resistance. You'll take half of this, but I will also take that number. You're going to take six (laughs) damage, reduced by half to three, and Dillard takes the other three. It's just physical or? It's just physical damage. Scarf looks in horror as his invention is nommed upon. Drugs, mm-hmm. and then runs over here. It's okay if those guys would get an attack of opportunity. That's fine. And then I'm gonna uh, pull another. Zombie is ignoring you. The main there will get an attack though. Okay. Uh, AC nine misses. Okay, and I'm gonna pull another hunk of metal out of my bag, and it looks like a ball, like kind of a little BB-8 thing, and I kind of roll it on the ground. And it's going to move 
I'm just gonna steal this one because that one just in his mouth, uh, like comically just kind of like explodes into pieces. Um, so I'm just gonna steal this token for the new one. And then this one rolls over here and a little like, and then it like kind of opens and it shoots a dart at Yil and she gets some temporary hit points. Oh, and it shoots a dart at me too. And we each get, where is it, where is it? I think it's my five times my level. Is that your Eldritch Cannon? Yeah. Those things are awesome. Sorry, I'm just trying to find the, how much temp HP you get. Uh, Oh, okay, it's 1d8. So that's eight plus my Intelligence Spotter. So you get 12 temp HP, and I also get 12 Dang. temp HP. Yes. And that's my turn. Who else getting the, the 12? Just me and Yil for now. Okay, got it. Bren. Okay. Um, you realize something. Hmm. You realize something. This blood ritual. This demon should have come through earlier, but it didn't for some reason. You suspect that some some requirement was needed for it to come through. You suspect that mortal blood allows a demon to be summoned here, but mortal blood elsewhere would allow a demon to be unsummoned. Looking at that swirling motif in the middle of the pool of blood where the demons seem to be emerging, you suspect that that leads back to the abyss. If mortal blood were spilled on the other side, you might be able to undo the ritual. That's your suspicion, at least. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah, if that's if that that's what we're gonna play here today. Um, Fred's gonna take a moment. <laughs> uh. He's going to... How far would that be for him? He would get about here if he just decided to run straight ahead towards the... Uh, uh, about here. Mm -hmm. He just ran straight for, for that pool. Um, By the way, that's still that cloud. Yeah, so he, he, can't, he can even barely see in there. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's lightly obscured. And so if I understand you, DM, uh, Bryn's knowledge of, of demons and, and things of this nature in the abyss, um, his belief is that he, if he, if blood were to be spilled on the other side of this portal, that uh, demons would be brought back to that realm. Is that correct? Or at the very least, the portal would close and no more demons would come through. He dies into the blood. All right. Holy this is this is less your your study of the abyss and more in the darkest times when you've found yourself in your deepest despair you've thought long and hard about these sorts of things and one thing you know is that those who enter the abyss are the most selfish least caring of others and it just makes sense to you that the most careless act or uh yeah the most selfless act would potentially undo a ritual like this. So you're going to leap in there. This 
Bargara is going to swing at you as you run by. Sure. He's going to hit AC uh, 17. AC 19. All right. He Ugh. caves part of your shield in as you run by. Um, and you leap into the blood. Just at Warhammer first, or leading, leading the way here. You float and then sink like a rock, as you would expect. And then you feel yourself floating again. Red turns to darkness and then blackness. And then if there's something deeper and emptier than the void of the night sky, you don't know what it is, but you're in it. He's clutching his Warhammer tighter, tighter than ever and hits himself uh, like on the arm. All right. Uh, well, the Warhammer has a nice spike on the top mm -hmm. and a hook on the other. You stab it into your arm. You feel the blood gush out of you. And then a calm that you haven't felt in years washes over you. And the darkness abates. Maybe you opened your eyes, you had your eyes closed maybe. It's only natural and instinct when you dive into liquid. The darkness gives way and you see a shimmering form that you used to see in your dreams that for decades has been replaced by the faces of every person you've killed when you turned away from your path. A path that you thought for a long time you would never find again. And a glowing hand reaches out to you and says, welcome back. And he reaches out. When you touch the hand, everything goes white for you. For everyone else in this room, you see a column of blood erupt out <laughs> of the pool and then it catches fire not burning oily smoky fire radiant brilliant blue flame ripples across its surface and then consumes the blood in this room there is a shock wave that knocks everyone back and the demons are consumed utterly in it And all goes quiet. Scarf was like duct taping the rest of his bombs together into one giant bomb, and he kind of watches, and then he kind of like puts the fuse out and like puts it away. Soul sits up from being knocked down and looks around. Do we is to us is Bren gone? Has he reappeared? Or? You see nothing the blood has burned away it's maybe a five foot deep pool uh, or divot in the ground completely devoid of any gore or blood um the flames on the braziers have gone out the ones up on on the raised area flip like get blown out by the shockwave and everything sort of comes still here you guys look, there's no sign of Bren anywhere to be found. Save for one thing. A small holy symbol to Eldath laying on the stone.
Yill, you dropped from... Yeah. She falls to her knees. She's she's gasping for breath, and she looks around frantically for for what she saw running past her her teacher, the only one who had ever taught her anything useful in this life after all the shit that had happened, and she she rushes to where she saw him go and starts like scrabbling, clawing at the ground, looking around wildly, and her hands land on this symbol and she picks it up and stares at it and looks around. What? What? What happened? What? She's just there on her knees, confused, shocked. I'm going to go over to yell. I don't know if this will work, but we should try anyways. Anything, please. With my last third level spell, I will touch the blood in the symbol. Dear Dawn Father, this place that sees no light, our friend sacrificed himself for us. Give us the strength if he wishes to walk this material plane. And for once, I vest my own vanity. For the sake of others. I have not always walked the proper path. But these times... But they change a man. He's gonna unhook one of his copper earring or one of his diamond earrings. Mm-hmm. He's gonna hook the un- other diamond earring off the other side. He's gonna put those in his hands with the blood and a symbol. If Bryn chooses to come back to this world. Father, give him a chance. Bryn, you don't know how long you've been walking, but it's been blissful. And off to the side of just emptiness, maybe you're walking beside a lake or the ocean at night. It's too still for that. You see a rising sun. And in the light of that sun, you can see your companions kneeling in a circle. And the person, the being guiding you pauses and turns in that direction. And then looks to your hand and you feel a choice is upon you. The hand that he's been following this for wandering this time, um, is this a hand familiar to him? As familiar as a mother's touch. He 
And you see his yell amongst the group. Yeah. You can't hear what she's saying, but you can see the pain. Haven took off my own cobbler pot, so you can see my perma mullet is there as well. <laughs> and it's glorious. <laughs> Scarf like takes off his all his goggles. He's got some bald spots. <laughs> Mild alopecia that we can take care of later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Increasingly disappointed that Bryn the break uh, the formerly broken does not have hair. Uh, <laughs> Your scales are beautiful. He doffs his own helmet. Looks at it, sees the battle scars from decades of righteous and less so violence. Looks back to the group, looks back to Yil. I could do more. I can get more done. If you'll have me. As he looks up to Aldath once again. The figure, which is verdant light, flows in an unseen breeze. You can't see its eyes, but you can feel them looking into you, loving, approving. It says, if you love something, set it free. And it lets go of your hand, keeps it nearby in case you change your mind, but then motions, hurry, Don will be coming soon. I'll be back. I know. Someday. I always knew you'd be back. Puts the helmet back on, dust it off a little bit, starts walking back towards the group. Alrighty. Son, you. Fades. She's like crying. No, can, we, can we recover the diamonds? As as you give up your last shred of hope, uh, the diamonds turn to tears like yills and melt into the into the ground, mixing with them. Oh God! We don't suddenly. And suddenly, the amulet of Eldath lifts and reforms around a body of Bryn, who is wounded, but still, until a breath emerges from his lungs, a gasp of blood comes out of his lungs, and then the sweet breath of air enters. Strong ones! Strong ones! Uh, Get him out of this uh, blood! I can't lift him! A dart hits him right in the neck from the (laughs) (laughs) And he gets some tip HP. Got a dart in your neck, man! It gives him a big hug. I have a greater healing he could use as well. (laughs) I don't think that's my blood. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. What I miss? 
it was nothing. It was it's like it's like two minutes that you. What happened? Uh, did, did we did we close it? She looks around. There's like no blood, nothing. The only sign of anything yeah. ever happening here is the shards of Alistar's wand and the dead noblemen who sacrificed themselves for a foolish errand. Also, this creepy tra- chambers. Still Pretty. creepy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Still but it's creepy. always been here. It's your fault for building a city <laughs> on top of the first blood temple. Um, it worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Scarf's going to reach over yeah. and kind of pat, uh, pat my tuck on his gloop, like kind of give him a squishy pat and like, yeah, we did it. No hard, uh, no hard feelings. I forget, uh, forget money. You know, no, oh no, Scarf, we're all good. I guess that's agreeable. And you get the device. It works, it works. If you say so. Yeah, yeah, give here, give here, give here, give, 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 give. Someone help, help Bryn's body. We need to lay him down here with the spores, please. No, I, I, I think I'm... I could just move the spores right. on top of him. <laughs> they move wherever uh-huh. I want them to. I can, we can also looks, No, this. no, you look like shit. You just went to... You went to <laughs> hell and back. Here, eat, drink. Ah. Uh, I walk up and hand him the, uh, the greater healing that I've been holding on to because I didn't really get hit. <laughs> He, he drinks the whole thing quick. Just... That is the first thing you've drank in a long time that has ever truly tasted good. Tears just start rolling down his eye or from his eyes and just embraces Yill and lost his <sighs> taste in the old long COVID. Poor <laughs> <laughs> so. To, just had to die and be reborn again to get it. <laughs> Mushrooms, I've been told, are the way. <laughs> I'll keep that in and mind. As uh, Cassius and Kendricks is not liable for any treatments that you choose to attempt. <laughs> and as the camera pans across and out of this room up to the city of Isgarth as the dawn rises and the devastation is picked through by the survivors coming out of their hidey holes. Only one thought remains in Bryn's mind that you picked one hell of a day to quit drinking. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> I, was saying, I believe we will close this chapter. Oh, one, there was one, one more thing, thing before we depart. So Saul walks up to, to Dillard and says, uh, I do a lot of traveling. Do you have travel size pots? <laughs> Props. My boy. Props. All right. I heavily appreciate everybody sticking around. This took a lot longer than I wanted. I'm not used to running this stuff on Twitch. So, especially with the six person. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big party. You're perfectly on fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well done. Nicely done. That was amazing. So much fun. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. <sighs> All right. Oh, I'm Beautiful. probably supposed to say something. Okay. Um, 
thanks everyone for watching uh, this has been the city of terror one shot if you want to see our ongoing campaign we're going to be starting up again soon we've just got a couple of events coming up so we've got again on march 31st our last one shot which is ron's dreamy one shot moves like jagger will be running that as ron for our characters i'm not sure uh, on april 7th we've got out of combat live where we're going to do a wrap-up session and talk about campaign one and then april 21st is campaign two and we are starting up again with the regular crew thank you to everyone that joined for not only this one shot but all the one shots you guys were amazing it was so fun to meet all your characters and make sure you go and follow all of them on their socials uh I'd like to say they're in chat. I think they're, yeah, they're all in chat. They're so blessing go right and give everybody a follow and watch their content because they're all amazing. And I think am I supposed to say anything else, Max? Um, don't do something about donuts. That's that's the thing, right? Uh, do we donuts, check donuts? Dude, no, or it's do not you? drugs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. It makes sense if you watch the regular time. show. Um, thanks, everyone. Yeah. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.